0: Hello, Knights of the World table, and welcome to a very special Valentine's bonus episode. In this episode, we have several of our cast members that are real-life couples playing in-game couples who are searching for a wedding venue. It is, it's is—it's a part of the big epic story, but it's not in sequence with season four, so these are different characters we're going to revisit. But season four will be back next episode, and so hope you're enjoying it. Jeff will be back in the DM chair, but for today... Happy Valentine's Day, we hope you enjoy this bonus episode. so the rolled table, and we are here for a Valentine's spectacular. I'm sitting here on my screen. Here, I have uh, three times two people because this is we have three real life married couples that are that you already know. know. You know,
1: that's six, right? That's that's how math works. No,
0: I figured the viewers at home could you know (laughs) do that math, but thank you for helping out the slow ones. Yes, so we have three couples for a total of six humans. Plus me, that's seven to record today. These are real life married couples that you know some of uh, them as cast members, and some of them you will meet. But they are also playing uh, characters in this Valentine special. So uh, let's let's introduce ourselves a little bit. Starting off, we got to talk to Emily and Jeff Frank, who you know as Romara and Massimo from season two. How are you two doing?
2: Hello, we're doing great.
0: Doing real good. So tell us all. I mean I know but tell people a little bit about like the two of you how long you've known each other and and this is this is a wedding themed one shot so a little bit about mm-hmm. your how long you've been married
2: Sure uh so we have known each other since 2005 we were introduced by Dorian and Chrissy who are on Zoom with us right <gasps> now and we have been married since 2011 our our, our wedding was officiated by Zach Stone. Hey. And Chrissy was in our wedding. So lots of, uh, lots of wonderful people were there. And, uh, and then later we met, uh, Jen and Mark soon after that. So. And
3: everything was downhill
2: from there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so we've been married, uh, almost 10 years. We have a almost six year old. And what else do you need to know? Uh, how marriage, what our wedding was like? (laughs) Is that what you want to know about
0: wedding? How's it going? How much longer do you think it's going to last? It's <laughs> <That's> pretty good. It's <laughs> pretty good.
2: If Jeff could get his audio stuff figured out, it's going to go. That would up uh, the chances. Longer, right?
0: Yeah. Um, Well, let's go over to Jen and Mark, who you introduced. So you know Jen from almost every episode, playing Maya and Sarsa And I just don't have anything
2: better to do,
1: so I just keep coming back.
0: Yeah, and you know Mark as Chaser of Shadows from season two and uh, the excellent one-shot dude wears my sword, which is the last time. (laughs) Chaser and Massimo were live on the in the podcast story. So, okay. tell us a little bit about Jen and Mark and your lives. Uh, well, we
4: uh, <laughs> technically met in college for like a one-day filming thing where I, I hated completely, I completely impressed her him. with my skills of being completely unprepared for a film shoot and then really just bringing down the the average. Um, yeah,
1: you were very unprofessional.
4: Uh, uh,
1: but luckily we <laughs> met again doing improv, uh, which is how we know all of you as well. Mm-hmm. And we were friends for a hot minute and then eventually, uh, started dating. We, uh, have now been married for about four and a half years. Yes. And, uh, our marriage was actually officiated by one Chris Daly, who is also on the podcast, Aww. although he is not here with us this Small evening,
3: yeah.
4: um, marriage as
1: he was, our first uh, improv coach together. Yeah, it's yeah.
4: his fault that we are together.
2: Yeah, so. <laughs> um, can I just add that uh, when you guys were first, first... Oh, you,
3: you like, nailed not it. Not
2: even dating at all. <laughs> my like therapist sense figured out that they were dating and... <laughs> kept the secret did not did not share there the was a
1: car ride out. home where you like sussed it out and i was like oh yeah like, like mm, keep it I'm on pretty the sure
2: there's a thing happening but <laughs> yeah. you know
1: I,
4: I,
5: yeah she's batting a thousand on guessing what people are hooking up and becoming <laughs> couples
2: <laughs> also
1: who got divorced and broke up oh no <laughs> How do we look? Like, can you tell us? Can you be like a crystal ball? Yeah, we do okay. We do it okay?
4: She's
0: pretty sure you're not currently divorced. <laughs> <laughs> oh. good
1: call.
2: Good call. Thank God. 90%.
0: 90%. And we also guesting on the podcast is some of our favorites, Dorian and Chrissy Lenz. Hello. Hello, everyone.
6: Hi.
0: We're Dorian and Chrissy Lenz.
6: Big fans. Big fans, big fans of, the, of pod. the
7: pod. Thank you for having us on.
6: Um we've we started dating in 1998 before
7: the internet. Yeah,
6: how gross <laughs> is that? Um, so we've been married for 20 years. 20? We got married in the year 2000, in the Year 2000, um, which was before we knew any of you or we would have had you oh, all. No, the I wedding, forgot to tell you, for sure. uh,
7: weirdly enough, Jeff is the one who introduced you to you me. And you? Yeah. had yeah. yeah,
6: a time machine. Cause I'm not sure he was born yet. <laughs> um, but we did, we were married by our, uh, by my improv, uh, director. That's so right. we still had a, 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 you know, a funky little improv wedding. Yeah, we did. Um, in the year 2000. Yeah. Um, we have two kids. Uh, mm-hmm. Zoe is 14 and a fierce social justice warrior. And Rocket is 10 and a, a fierce Fortnite enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> he
7: will, uh, what does he say? I don't know. Pwn a noob no, all day long. No, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. I'm pretty sure. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but we're just excited to be here.
3: Yeah.
0: The Lenz family are definitely like have been big encouragement from the beginning because they listen to the podcast as a family mm-hmm. and uh, gave us lots of lots of good feedback and 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 uh, perspective early on from the beginning. So their enthusiasm definitely encouraged us. And Dorian Chrissy used to teach much of us, many of us improv, but then moved out to Arizona and are currently directing the neighborhood comedy theater. Right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. The
6: NCT uh, is the neighborhood comedy theater. Yeah, since about 2008.
0: That's when we officially opened it.
7: Yeah.
6: Yeah.
0: So if you're in the Phoenix area and it's not a pandemic, actually, you're, even so, you're looking at doing outside shows soon, right? Yes,
6: yeah, so that's right. We're going to do All improv right. in a vacant lot. So, glamour uh, and sophistication
0: about. <laughs> Imp- improv has been done in many, much worse places, I'm Definitely. sure. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, yeah. Anybody in the Phoenix area, go check out check out NCT. So, and let's round back and um, and hear a little bit about the characters everybody's going to be playing today. So, first of all, what are Ramara and Massimo up to? So, you know, our timeline of when this little adventure takes place is going to be after... The Dude Wears My Sword, excellent one-shot that Jen DM'd with Massimo and Chaser and Jarek. And uh, somewhere between that and before the calamity of the end of Season 3, so the world's still doing okay. And uh, what are Romara and Massimo up to around that time?
2: So we've been uh, doing a lot of adventuring and... uh
0: you know. What's your relationship status currently? (laughs) Oh, we are
2: definitely, we are dating and engaged. You know, we dated for a while.
0: Here's a good question. For what period of time before you were officially dating would real life Emily have had a sense that there was a thing going
2: on? Oh, for a long time. For a long time. Really kind of from way back when. And then see end of season two there was a kiss Mm. that kind of like brought it to reality since then we've been dating but kind of knew we were going to be together you know after that
0: all right and jen and mark tell us about your characters fresh Uh, new characters
1: yeah so we have a jack and tommy stone stomper uh, we're, uh, just a couple of dwarves, you know, we've been, uh... <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> was that the accent we were playing? Yeah, that was This <laughs> <laughs> is different. Okay, okay, Yeah, because okay. remember we didn't do that. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. We've, worked, we've, we've worked this out, you guys. <laughs> it's tight like a drum. So, yeah, we, we've we been, uh, we've been married about, uh, 200, uh, what was, or no, yeah. 150
4: 100, yeah, yeah, 150 Feels years. like
1: 200, uh, but, uh, unfortunately, uh, someone over here... Got in uh, a little over his head with a succubus and uh, was uh, oh. technically dead for, for a moment.
4: Like two minutes. I was only...
1: Yeah. So, you know, since it is uh, till death do us part, uh, I'm a free agent, uh, but we have decided that we do want to make this thing official again, so... Uh, that's we just need
4: we... to, uh, you know, we could have just filled some forms and then it'll have been fine, but...
1: You know, the first time we got married, it was... It was not very nice and, and you have an opportunity here and I think you should take advantage oh, of
4: it. Okay, okay. Oh.
1: <laughs> Anyways, uh
0: yeah. Alright, sounds good. We'll meet them we'll meet them in adventure. And Dorian and Chrissy, tell us about your characters.
7: Uh hi everybody. Uh this is uh, I'm I'm Archibald. Uh and I'll I won't speak for for my for my partner over here, so say hi.
6: I'm Barchibald, so we're Archibald and Barchewald. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yes, that Archibald and Barchewald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have heard of you probably us, have we heard have been making us, the rounds yeah, yeah. on the yeah. indie scene with our music. And you know, it's more than our music. It's sort of the sense of community that it's we bring with us everywhere that we yeah, go. We do. <laughs> um but so we've been uh making beautiful music together for yeah. about three years. Three
7: whole years of best. I mean it feels like like, no time has passed, and yet all the time has passed. Oh,
6: that is so beautiful. <laughs>
7: um,
6: and, yeah, so we are fixing to get hitched. Yeah, we are we going are. to make this thing a fish.
7: For sure. And then, you know, and then we'll just keep doing what we do, which is, is rocking the indie, indie scene, right?
3: Right. right, babe I love you so much I love you too, babe we, right. so What else do you want to do? Do you want to we're I think that's pretty good okay. Well known Up in commerce Do you want like Physical descriptions or anything?
2: Or are we just
6: like... Oh, we're halflings Yeah, you know, we're like
7: halflings
6: So, um We are teeny weeny And cute as bugs
7: Yeah I mean, I would I, I'm like
6: I A Zooey Deschanel That's this big
7: Yeah
0: So <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything, so, uh, Jack and Tom, Tomaloo are dwarves. Is there anything distinguishing about we should know about them?
1: Uh, so, uh, you want to talk about Jack?
4: Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, I just, I'm, I'm bald, I got a big gray beard, and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, yeah, I just, I'm just, yeah, four foot.
1: Tommy has a big, like, white, like, bouffant-looking thing going on, kinda, and, uh, are just a little bit older. A big, uh... Like fuzzy coat.
0: All right, and, and want to review real quick what Romara and Massimo look like. If if our fans haven't seen the excellent character art across social medias. right,
2: right, just check it out. Romara is a water genasi. She's a mystic. If you missed it, <laughs> she...
0: <laughs> which if you want to play is like several versions back in Unearthed Arcana because they've. D and has developed like various psionic abilities, but one of the like original forays into that was this mystic class, which Ramara is, and it's pretty rad. Possibly kind of overpowered. Maybe that's why they didn't make it official. But Emily has a lot of fun <laughs> no take with
3: backs.
2: it. <laughs> no takeback. No Uh Yeah, she's a like normal human size, but she's got like blue greenish skin and like long dark hair. And, like, you know, piercing eyes. Am I remembering she had kind of, like,
0: an aquatic, like, her hair kind of behaves a little bit like it's underwater even when it's not?
2: Yeah, it, like, floats. Yeah, it floats. You
0: know. Massimo. And
5: Massimo, of course, is a Goliath. So, he's very tall. He's very ripped. He's very handsome. And he's super jacked. Like, in an artificial way, like, it doesn't look like he's ripped from, you know work but like working out he's definitely doing the protein powder you know making himself look hot he's got a 46 pack yeah ew he's differentiated all of the 46 different muscles of the end
3: yeah (laughs)
0: All right, well, let's jump right in. so uh we join Ramara and Massimo. Uh, they are headed out to check out a wedding venue that is supposedly just like the greatest in all the realms. It's amazing, it's remarkable. It's really, really hard to book. so you have to get in early. you have to pull some strings, you have to make your case, you have to put down a deposit. And so they are going to check this place out. And it is called Romancington Hollows is the name of this venue. And it's actually in this, like, kind of little... It's like a little... One of those, like, there's a couple little tiny kingdoms, like, tucked into Europe that are their own place. Like, Luxembourg and Liechtenstein. Those are, like, little tiny kingdoms that are, like, in between realms. They're just, like, small. It's one of those places. It's not attached to any realm. It's in between a couple of them. So, the actual, like, little bubble, tiny bubble of a realm is called Romancington Hollows. And the venue is Romancington Hollows. So, you are walking, making your way in. And at first, you're in this kind of, like kind of a dark creepy very dense forest. It's very green, a little bit overgrown, kind of foggy, misty, but then you kind of like get to a point where like it's not like a very clear point, but over a couple of minutes all of a sudden you look around and it's like a total different quality forest. It's like there's sun flowing down through the trees in beautiful beams and there's birds chirping and singing like almost in harmony. It's very suddenly like fairy tale kind of forest there's like flowers and the path is very clear but there's and like the the quality of animals around are even are just like all cute and kind of like present they're not like running away from you but you like see a squirrel and it like almost like waves down at you and just like it's very cute and wonderful and lovely all of a sudden and you kind of like you feel yourself getting a little bit like happier and, and upbeat as you walk
1: are we all traveling together? And... No, this is
0: just Romara and Massimo looking going out to Romancington Hollows.
5: Babe, this is perfect. Look, all of the wagons and all of the chariots can be over here. The fans can have their kind of uh, like the high seats over there, and then the main—you know—we could have a VIP section. You know, I'm—I th- think the the close five hundred, you know, is is going to be in that center area.
2: Look. This is, this is beautiful. This is such a beautiful place. I just, it doesn't need to be so much. This is, this is getting out of control. I, I said I would marry you, but I wasn't imagining something like this. We just, we just need to scale it down. We don't, we don't need something big.
5: I, I understand. I, we had that long talk after i proposed to you after defeating the gormagon in the middle of the championship ring i know that was embarrassing and i recognize that
2: <laughs> okay and so you learned from that experience that we don't need a big spectacle we don't need to have thousands of people present
5: right we don't we don't need correct the need is not there. But the people, <laughs> they want it. They're gonna, you know, we gotta think about security, no matter what. People are gonna be trying to come in. They're gonna say, Massimo! Massimo! Massimo!
2: Okay, alright. I will... I'm going with you on this journey, and this is obviously a gorgeous place.
5: We'll just look. We're just looking. Okay. Just looking.
2: And there's probably other venues around that are... Very intimate and small that
7: we could check out
0: after this one. Yeah. So, um, as you're talking, you, the clearing, the path opens up into a big clearing of the what is clearly Romancington Hollows, and it's a big estate. There's some structures. It's almost like a fairground, sort of like you can see a stable off to the side. It looks like there's maybe a big lake or something, but like right in front of you past sort of like a big open field clearing where you could park wagons or you could have sort of outdoor events. There's a big sort of like tent-like structure. It's almost like a circus tent, like giant thing, but it's not circusy. It's just much more wedding tents, much more like fancy tent, nice quality um, fabric and everything. And so you check that out and start to head across the field to the opening of that structure. So you don't really see anything else out there. So you get to the the entrance and the actually there's like a curtain. It's like a closed curtain and when you get up to it, almost like um, supermarket like doors, but there it's a curtain. If they like whisk themselves open. And you there's actually like a harp sound effect like as they open and it smells nice and sort of like you're hit with sort of like a gust of like warm welcoming air. And you head on in, and there's kind of like a, a waiting room sort of area, and uh, that's where um, these this dwarf couple is sitting, waiting with some brochures and some. Looks like they have some sort of a appetizer, and they're holding some sort of like a glass of of a of a drink they've been given and they're waiting in there and there's some other chairs in there
5: oh thank you so much i will have one uh, of these thank you, thank uh, you. Uh, oh uh, no this place uh, is uh, beautiful uh, we uh, really uh, like well, it uh, uh, what do we need to do to, to secure this well uh, that's what we're trying to find out oh,
1: we we don't work here
4: yeah we, no we, we is...
1: get to to, to plan uh well technically our second wedding <laughs>
4: Yeah. But uh, I suppose, you
1: know, old Jack here, he, he doesn't need that many, uh, that many saturated uh, fats. So I'm, if you want to have some of the cheese platter. No, I
4: was going
5: to eat some of that cheese. Honey, I you don't need it. You know, I already have it. I'll just keep oh. eating it. Why don't you get another one from over there?
1: Very well. You are, you are quite, quite tall.
5: <laughs> Is that Yes, thank you. That tall?
1: He's taller. You, I don't see. I'm just I'm making very an observation. Tall. I don't see why you have to contradict me. I mean, just because
4: obviously. someone's tall doesn't mean that they're like better than anyone. No, or, I didn't
1: say that, but I did say he was quite tall. I oh was right, just acknowledging right. he was tall.
4: Seven foot eight. In case you were wondering, I, I wasn't. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> as so, I'm guessing you—you young kids—you guys are tying the knot. Uh, yes. That's
2: that's what we're here to do.
0: So, um, you're all there, and there is off to the side. There's a table, um. With some other appetizers and cheese plates and some drinks set out. And as they settle in, the the curtains open again with their harp tones, and there are a pair of halflings standing there.
6: Oh my god, did you hear the harp?
0: That's a good
7: sound. We should oh, put that on our on Oh, that looks so CD. magical. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? You are you're magical. No, you bar are. Chief. Yeah.
6: I am and you are.
7: Oh my god, there's some cheese over here. <gasps> let me get some oh hey hi, uh, how are
6: you guys doing
7: i'm archie archibald i'm,
6: I'm barchawald yes we are that archibald and barchawald
1: yeah
6: yeah <laughs> hi Ooh,
1: hi I'm, I'm tommy this is
4: my this i'm, is I'm jack. jack hi hey oh
1: my gosh you guys are so cute
7: yeah yeah you guys are super cute this is amazing Oh
1: wow! Oh. So much love in this room right now. Can you feel it?
5: We can't tell that, guys. Like I, I can't think even... it might be
1: the humidity. It's it's actually it's quite damp, right? Uh,
5: yeah. it's, a bit, it's a bit. Massimo Lionheart. The pleasure is all. Oh, over. <laughs> I've I've heard your name before, man. Yes. Yes. That's cool. Many many have. That's cool. Hero of the realm. That's cool.
6: And I'm sure you that you've heard our <laughs> because we're very popular
5: yeah, in we're, the indie scene. We're popular in the indie scene. Yes. Season. Yeah.
6: But hi out there! Great,
5: and my betrothed, the wonderful Ramara. <gasps>
6: hi, hi. How oh are gosh, you? Oh my gosh, so good! Thank you for asking. That is so nice.
7: Don't you like it when people like? I mean, engage with you.
1: So nice.
7: So nice. You're nice. You're nice.
1: I'm nice, and you're
6: nice. Oh,
7: stop it.
4: Uh,
1: <laughs> anybody want some more uh, champagne? I'm gonna go see if I can find some.
4: It, maybe uh, I'll go look for some ale okay, or you know, something. Yeah, let's, let's just go. get to find the
1: we're going to go we're going to go look for the bar
0: so as they stand up to look for the bar there's a second set of like curtain doors farther into the tent and that set opens up again again with like a harp flourish and there's a man standing there and he says Hello, I see that we've all arrived. Welcome, welcome to Romancington Hollows. Welcome very much. This gentleman is a middle aged, looks very, very like nicely kept, has a like well groomed beard and very like highly styled hair. Like it looks natural, but you all kind of recognize that like no hair looks that natural and good. That's like gotta be like very like well, he's gotta have a stylist probably somewhere in the building.
1: Zach. That's what that sounds
0: like. Could be, could be. (laughs) He's wearing these like flowing green robes, like lush velvet green robes that also look very nice, very high end. And he has uh, like a scarf draped over his shoulder and the scarf is very ornate. It looks like it's made of a bunch of little, like a bunch of little hand cut out hearts that are all stitched together. And they're all in like silver and white and golden sort of weddingish kind of colors and they're all knit together and all together they form this like scarf that he's wearing. And uh that is Abricor who you've heard about. Abracor is the wedding coordinator who presides over Romantington Hollows. And he's Oh, welcome, welcome. Come in, come in, please. You are you are a guest today. Have you enjoyed the cheese plates? Oh,
1: some of yes. us a little more than others, I think.
0: So good.
6: So, so good. good. So welcoming. So good.
0: You look amazing yeah. in green, by the way. Oh, Thank you very much. Yes. So good. This old thing. Uh, it's just my, <laughs> it's my, uh, it's my work clothes. <laughs> of course. We'll... well,
6: I, if I'm not being, you are
1: sparkling. Ah. Literally ah.
0: sparkling. You as well. Please come in, come in. Has everyone, everyone gotten a drink who wants one?
1: Well, actually, we were, we were looking for uh, another refill, you see. Uh, we, we were going to have some more of the cheese, but somebody decided to help themselves to uh, the
0: platter. Of course, of course, come in, come in. Uh, Bart! Bart, come in! And uh, he gestures over to his right. There's a bar, and the bartender, who's presumably named Bart, is standing there, dressed up nicely also, in like a fantasy tuxedo, we'll say. He looks to be human and he uh you know it doesn't have that same like wow quality as Abricor's hair but still like very professional doesn't have a beard so i mean oh no he's
4: clearly uh, an inferior one because of the lack of beard as you can see but don't
1: say anything people get offended when you say stuff jack
4: oh i'm sorry it's, just...
1: it's okay about me. i appreciate look it look at his
0: face it's so smooth and bart says uh can i get you a drink
1: Yes, please. I love it as champagne for me. I'll
0: I'll take an ale. And uh, Bart reaches down underneath the bar and he uh, just sort of fiddles around for a minute and brings up a flute of champagne and sets it on the bar and it is cold and bubbly and uh, effervescent. And also he brings up a mug of ale, which is also cold and has a nice nice froth on it and tastes uh, just like you wanted seems very high-end, a high-end Dorvyn ale.
4: Oh, oh this, is pretty, uh, this is pretty good. It's all right.
1: I mean, this could be the one. I feel I mean, really I, good about if we this. If we've got to
4: do it, we might as well do it here. And, and... Well,
1: do you not want to do it? Is that what no, you're I mean, telling me you right we now? You're the one that was it. like, like, it's not official if we don't if you, do it again.
4: It's a part of our th- culture. It's just, yeah, uh, we'll, uh, we'll mean, do it. I mean, an orcish we'll... culture.
1: They don't care if you okay, live or die, stop, you Okay, can we stop just don't
4: bring up the orcs? Just for my sake? We're already doing this? All right. All right. What did anyone else like a drink?
6: (laughs) Do you want something, hun?
7: I'll have something if you're having something. Well,
6: I'll have something if you're having something. Oh, my God.
7: Um, Do you have any, like, sparkling water?
6: I love water that sparkles. Yeah,
7: sparkling water. Also, let's never argue. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Never argue. Never. Never going to happen to us.
6: Sparkling water.
0: Yeah, two sparkling waters.
6: Please, Please, and thank you.
0: And Bart, again, reaches down underneath the bar, and he pulls up two empty glasses, and then he pulls up this, like, water pitcher, and it has, like, two different spouts, and so it pours out from the two spouts, and they're perfectly lined up with the two glasses, and the bubbly water flows into, from from one vessel, into two glasses, it pours into these glasses and he sets that down and hands them to you. And they're also bubbly and it tastes just like from a babbling brook.
6: Oh, this is the best sparkling water I've ever had in my whole entire life. You know
7: what I love? I love it when you're happy.
6: I love it when you're happy that I'm happy.
7: I
3: know.
6: And you know what I love? This what? is like this cup and this, then the water and the way that it poured is like the opposite of like you and me because we're like what? two vessels. Yeah. But then we're going to become one.
7: Oh, wait, hold Pitcher. on, hold on. Let me, Just like, I'm going to write that down.
1: You should. That's uh yeah. <laughs> you know what I love? What? Not loving everything.
4: Yeah, no, I I dislike a good many things, and sometimes that feels good.
6: Aww, it is so good to know yourself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. applause, applause. Yeah, I Wait, hope
7: someday I get to know myself as well as too. you seem to know yourself.
6: What if I don't like things? Yeah,
7: I. But come on, really, you think you don't like things? I don't know. All right, what, you know? what's cool. <laughs> it's crazy that you don't know.
6: I what, know, right? If
7: someday you know,
6: none of us knows. No, we don't. Right, but yeah. I know. I
7: love you. I know, I love you. Okay. This bubbly is oh, it's so good.
6: so
2: good! Yeah, can I have some water? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Bart pulls out water for you.
2: Thank you.
0: It's just a glass of water, regular water, just like you asked for. Hands that to you. And uh, how about you, big guy? I will have a barrel of the finest Nordic mead that you have. You want a whole barrel? Like a... Like a, yep. like a pony barrel or like a, a full-size barrel, like a keg barrel? or a, If you have a five-gallon, that's fine. Uh, I can look. Uh, hang on. He actually goes down, kind of looks under the bar a little bit, and pulls out a five-gallon barrel, but it's empty, and he puts that on the bar. And then he, he pulls out a big pitcher of Nordic meat, and he pours it in there, and then he goes down, puts that underneath, and then he pulls out another pitcher, and he does that five times until it fills up the barrel. <laughs> yeah, keep it coming, keep it coming. Uh, here, here you go.
5: He just holds it with one regular hand. Glug 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 glug, glug, glug like a cartoon character.
3: <laughs>
4: ah, excellent. Yeah, yeah, he is—he is pretty tall, and He's I can—he I mean, could drink. That's—that's that's probably why what he was able. Can drink. Well, yeah, they could drink for for days. Seven foot nine, in case you were wondering. <laughs> was is that what you said last time? I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, nothing. I thought you said a different number uh, previously when you mentioned your height.
0: Nope, I. I'm seven nine. Navricore says, please bring bring your drinks. Come this way. Make yourself comfortable. And you kind of look out with your drinks and you take in the venue here. You're looking out at like a big ballroom. It has a dance floor in the center. It looks like it could be made up to you could have the ceremony in here or you could have a reception or both, depending on how it was set up. There's a big stage on the opposite side there's kind of like two stages there's like a lower stage where it looks like entertainment would happen and then there's sort of like a bigger race stage behind that and it currently has like a very nice looking wedding cake set up on it the the lighting is very sort of like soft and soothing there's multiple candles and sort of like soft ambiance of light sources from various directions to kind of like create the whole Effect has a very like magical sort of effect and the opposite side of the tent is opened Currently and you can see out onto uh, a big very beautiful lake out there setting and there's more There's trees around the lake and you're looking straight out into the lake and and uh, it's quite lovely It's a very nice feeling space Take it in, take it in, have a, have a seat wherever you like, or you can stand if you like, and feel free to just sort of, like, show yourself around. If you have any questions for me, I'd be happy to take questions, and uh, once you've made yourself comfortable, uh, I'll introduce you to some of the vendors.
7: Uh, how's the uh, acoustics in here? Because, like, I'm going to be singing my vows. Um uh, honey. So, I didn't want to... I, mean, I wanted to surprise
6: you. I was gonna you. sing my vows
7: too. What? Oh my God. Why? We just like literally. Can you believe that, all y'all? Did?
0: Oh man. Aww. So anyway, how's how's the acoustics? Oh uh, well, it's quite good. In fact, let me introduce you to our standard wedding entertainment. Uh, we have several options, but here on site uh, we have my good friend, uh, MC DJ. Uh, MC DJ, oh. come forth. And so from. Many off to the side, uh, this guy comes in. Everything about him sings like very like stereotypical over the top bard guy. He's got flowing clothes. He's definitely a performer. He has a lute. He has long hair. Looks like he'd be performing at a at a at a wedding. And uh, he says, oh, "Welcome, welcome. I am MC DJ, and uh, I would be it would be my honor." To perform for you, if you would have me, and uh, I would, uh, if you have any requests, I would be, I would be happy to incorporate them into a stylized, personalized ceremony. Is he included in the
1: package price? My, my, bummy here wants to know if. He's
0: yeah, in, uh, is big, uh, or is, is it included? Is it
4: included? And do you know dwarf music? Those are the two, my two mo- <laughs> most important. Questions. Well,
1: that's some walkish music. We can no, listen.
0: no, that's not, it's
4: not real music.
0: Uh, Abacor says, oh, we can discuss price as we, as we get more to it. Uh, many oh, of our services, we have several versions of, uh, different venues, different, different options from the, the plain, <laughs> Standard level to uh the grandest and the most beautiful and uh most appropriate love filled levels uh, and uh and uh and all can be negotiated, all can be arranged, a la carte.
1: Negotiated is good. Yeah, it's MC DJ they
0: had a question about the uh about the acoustics. Uh perhaps you could perhaps you could perform a bit for them. And mcdj MC DJ says, I would be delighted. And uh he walks up to the stage. As he steps onto the stage, the lighting changes It like shifts immediately into like state the stage is lit and everything else is dimmed a little bit and actually you kind of archibald and Bargerwald probably specifically actually like notice the acoustics changes too it seems like along with the lighting that like a automatic spell or shift or whatever that goes along with that somehow like shifts the acoustics to be particularly good
2: Zach, how far away is the lake?
0: The lake from the other end of the uh, the tent room that you're in, it's probably like a hundred feet back. Is like the end of the lake. Okay. You could have another like event back there. There's some room for people to like stroll or be around.
2: Okay. Rumara is gonna just sort of tiptoe, <laughs> <that direction. laughs> just sort of slowly head. <laughs> Towards
0: the lake. <laughs> All right. So as the lights go down and MC DJ takes the stage, she kind of takes that opportunity to kind of like drift that way. And uh, MC DJ plays, performs, uh, performs a song with his lute, and it's basically along the lines of like... And I, I, will always and so on and so forth. And it's a, it's a love song that everybody I mean, well, has heard before. if he's included
1: in the package, that could be.
4: Well, nice, yeah, if he's, we gotta figure extra out extra negotiate, and negotiate And there's only so much gold. But this got. would
1: be much nicer than what Pearl had.
4: Oh, are we trying to top Pearl? Is not, that?
1: we're not trying. We're going.
0: Oh, we're gonna. Okay, so Pearl is okay. And so he wraps up with a flourish and says, "Thank you, thank you very much. Uh, you are the, my inspiration, and uh, I, I love what I do."
6: <gasps> oh, that yeah. is so good, MPDJ. You kind of like your
7: sound. I mean, it's a little, a little forest. Uh, I mean, yeah, with like a mix of like maybe desert hills and a and like just like a like a hint of uh, orcish in there. Yeah. It's like
6: huh? a tiny hint. Oh yeah.
7: yeah. did you say orcish? Yeah, not well, a big
4: fan of that. Maybe
7: we would
6: love to have you yeah. accompany. is that what you
7: want, Barge Accompanying with us? Oh yeah, because we're gonna we're Played gonna
6: all together. Yeah,
7: because we're gonna like we're gonna do our wedding and then we're gonna entertain everyone.
6: Absolutely. Right?
0: Yeah. Are you gonna be your own? You're you're gonna be the entertainment for for your for no. your ceremony?
1: No, no, we all are.
0: Yeah.
7: Yeah, everybody has to be part of it. Together yeah. like an own song. Wait, They
1: they have to, you're gonna require it.
7: I mean, we don't require I mean
1: if anything really
6: required. Oh, no. I mean what would you require?
4: <laughs> Shirts and shoes, maybe. It's required. I, mean, I,
7: mean, I mean if that if that's what you need or don't need, it's really up to you. Whatever makes you feel free is what we require.
2: Oh,
7: that's so beautiful. Uh huh, girl. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so Ramar, you're, <laughs> you've made it out to the lake. You're out there. The lights. MC DJ steps down and heads off, and the lights come back up. And uh, Abracore says, ah, "All can be accommodated here at Romancing Hollows and uh, we, we we seek to create an individualized experience for every happy couple, just as they just as they like, and just as we prefer." Uh, uh, does anyone have any questions? Any any anything I can do to suit you?
7: I mean, I'm sold. Right. Right, Barchi. I, I mean, mean, I'm
6: sold. If you're
7: you, sold, I'm sold. If you're sold, I'm you sold. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. We we'll do
1: want it. it. We're, we're ready. It's for us. It's for us. Well, uh, well, I mean, uh, we are also very interested. Uh, and
4: uh, I don't know. It we, didn't seem we were, like you were. We we're kind of here first too. That's uh, that's like an important. Yeah,
1: we we were, we were on time at the of appointment time, whereas everybody else has showed up a little late and. Oh. Uh, and so yes, we are. We are very interested. We would like to talk about the packages and, of course, the scheduling of things.
7: So. I mean, we were only late because we were doing our fourth encore, right? Seriously. So we what, got four what encores?
1: even is time,
6: All
7: right? But also, <laughs> I mean, I just did say. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. I mean, I, firsties only, we'll take it. Right? Yeah. So we're like, going with firsties, like firsties. That's, that's not the how door.
1: contracts work, but but we were, again, here first, so if we're going firsties, we are the original firsties. The f-
4: firsties, first firsties, not second they- firsties.
6: They're
7: thirsty? Oh, Bargey, don't say such a thing. What? What?
1: What?
6: That was
7: really funny.
1: Okay. <laughs> So let's talk scheduling. Uh, we were we were really hoping to do this rather quickly, actually.
5: How funny us too, us too. Yeah, we totally want to do. Um,
1: what
3: about?
5: Well, you will all have to wait until the event of the decade is through. Uh, I mean, we are getting married on the midsummer, and uh, that couldn't possibly be your date because uh, that is the date that we will be getting married.
3: Uh, uh, That's uh, uh,
5: actually that when
1: exactly when our, our date. families will be available, and that was when we were. Plenty. We, are, we
6: already got that day tattooed on both of our <laughs> inner elbows. Yeah.
4: But <laughs> really, so what funny. is time?
6: Right? Well, <laughs> <it isn't laughs> what you so true. So. Well, oh, you are so smart.
7: People listen to you.
6: I know. People, like,
7: remember what you say. It leaves an imprint.
5: I
6: feel so hurt. Hey,
5: uh, real quick question. Massimo. Yes. Who are you marrying? Ramara, my beautiful, my beautiful, uh, she's, betrothed. She's no, not uh, here. She's checking out the lake, making sure that everything is just perfect.
7: Right.
1: Right. Okay, okay. Uh, okay. I think somebody's got some
2: cold feet in that lake water. And they look back and I am actually standing <laughs> <of> there.
7: <laughs> Whoa, that's like a metaphor
1: inside of a metaphor.
6: Oh my god, that is so beautiful. I love it. You know, I'm statistically, one in
1: three marriages uh, don't turn out very well. Mm.
6: Oh, so like if you're on your second try, does that mean you have double the chances or half?
4: Technically, I uh <laughs> this is cuz I died and uh and so it's really still kind of the first. We just like yeah. Oh,
3: that's so
6: sweet that you think that. Oh.
7: You know, Barchi, I don't like it like when you're like mean. But <gasps> what? But what? when what you say something mean? You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's never fight again.
1: Okay. Good luck with that. <laughs>
0: um, Ramara, as you step into the water, roll a nature check with advantage because water.
2: Ooh, that's a 20. Woo!
0: Okay, so you step into this water and, like, walking towards the lake, it's very much like, oh, water, my home. It's, this is such a beautiful lake. Like, whatever was in there, like, I don't even know, but I do like this lake setting. As you step into this lake, your sense of it is just like, this is weird. There's something weird with this lake. It just doesn't, like, respond to you. This is nothing anybody else Certainly, like, present would notice, but, like, when you step into the water, it doesn't respond exactly like this particular water should. It's just a little bit different and a little bit strange. Okay. Like, there's water there, but this isn't the water that that water is supposed to be. Is a weird, like, (laughs) sense that you have.
2: All right, so what I'm going to do is a precognitive hunch... Which uh, allows me to open myself up to receive momentary insights that improve my odds of success. And uh, this is during concentration. So it, it like opens me up to, I have to spend some side points. Do you remember we had? Yes. like this whole
0: I'm realizing, system. I'm realizing, oh no, I never DM for Romara. This is going to be intense.
5: <laughs> Prepare for your doom.
0: <laughs> and it, it opens up your, yeah. like, does it give any specific bonus to do that?
2: So I get like a sense of like what may be coming in Mm. the future if I if I turn this on. And then also whenever I make an attack roll, a saving throw or an ability check, I can roll a D four and add that to the total.
0: And that's just like one of your settings. That's just like what you are doing unless you switch to something else, right? That's how it works.
2: Right. Exactly. Cool. And then I also have the ability to speak telepathically. So I'm gonna I'm going to just sort of like gently say to Massimo in his head, like, hey, do you want to come out here and see the lake? If there's something about it, that's off. I don't need to like alarm anyone, but something's weird.
5: Excuse me. I'll be right back <laughs> and I'll head down there.
2: <laughs> well, uh,
4: so I guess that's kind of like a forfeit, right? um
5: so
1: now it's between us yeah and-
0: Abercot says you know what there'll be time I, I do believe we're almost entirely booked I do believe coincidentally we do have the midsummer available uh this seems like a bit of a would be a bit of a negotiation here coming up, but let's not think of that right now. In fact, while they're going outside anyway, let's all go back that way and I'll show you I'll show you our options for the grand arrival and uh, the stables are just out there to the left if we can all head out towards the lake and to the left here and he sort of leads you out that direction.
6: I love going to the left.
7: I love lefts, and you know what? It's I such like a nice water. direction. I kind of want to put my feet in that water. What oh. do you think?
3: No, we're... we're, we're
7: you're, right. you're right, you're right. I'm me. so sorry I got distracted. I won't let it happen we're again. going to the
3: left.
5: Okay. Massimo comes up to where Ramara is, and he draws his sword and says, What's going on?
2: <laughs> <laughs> just relax. Just relax. It just... A hydra? Just... A leviathan? Just reach down and touch the water. It's... There's something about okay. it.
5: Puts his sword and away and touches the water. Uh, you can go ahead and roll a
0: nature check for that.
1: Uh, c- can we get a little bit more uh, more champagne and ale? We, we seem to have emptied that glasses.
0: <laughs> of course, of course. Bart, champagne. Bart comes along. Thirteen refills. So Massimo, yeah, it's water. You know that. Like Romara knows all about water, but uh, <laughs> you don't. You don't really like. Mm. You always kind of like humor her. Like yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's water. Mm-hmm. This. This
5: does seem dangerous. What are you what are you thinking? What is
2: It's just not. It's hard to explain. I uh, I just it's you know what? This maybe this isn't the right place for us. Maybe we need to um you know, find another place, that's smaller or I mean, the water's beautiful. We there's a lot of lakes around. Uh you know, we could go up into the mountains. Let's
5: let's just go. I think Oh, the, I, I feel like this is the place. I mean, the water, it's its clearly drawn you to it. Maybe that's what you're feeling, that it's, it feels right. Mm, and that feels wrong. It feels wrong for it to feel right.
2: No, you know, it's drawn me to it, but not in a good way. And it's, hmm. there's something off here. Like something happened here.
5: Well, maybe we could use that to negotiate
0: a, a, a better deal. <laughs> <laughs> And Abricor comes up to the two of you at that point, like Massimo Lionheart and the future Lady Lionheart, I presume. Please come this way. I think some, I have something that will especially delight one uh, with a, a name such as yours. The name I of the think not,
5: Abracor. Oh. What has happened in this lake? You must tell me immediately.
0: Uh, well, we stock it with fish, and uh, uh, oh, in, in really, winter, fish? Uh, y- yes,
5: demon fish.
0: Uh no, regular fish. I, I I believe sentient fish that you're keeping here under slavery. Typically, just trout, uh, <laughs> rainbow trout, and uh, uh, the catfish. I believe uh, up on the bottom, but I think those are those are natural.
5: Now listen, my lovely fiancee here, Ramara, Lady of the Lake, <laughs> Princess of the Water, Mind Melter of Evil Foes, has detected something. So you need to tell me exactly what's going on here.
0: Uh, I I'm not sure I can have I can have our, our lake tender have have a look and make sure everything is in order. We would certainly want. Oh, to, a lake
5: tender? Yes. Oh, that's a normal thing.
0: <laughs> well, we have a lake.
5: Not suspicious at all to have a lake tenderer.
0: Uh, we have a lake, and we have to make it, you know, make sure it's presentable uh, uh, all year for all the ceremonies, and and we don't want. Bring to... him to me. <laughs> 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 all right, uh, Federico, lake tender. And uh, from behind the stables, which are, are it's where he was sending Archie and Barchie and Jack and Tom, this this gentleman—it's actually—it's a dwarf named who's presumably named Federico, the lake tender—comes out and says, uh, "Yeah, boss, uh, how are you doing?" And Abacor says, "Like, check the lake, Federico. This is unacceptable. This lake is incorrect." Lady Ramara Lionheart, future Lionheart, Lady of the Lake, says, "This lake." is not adequate for her needs, and if you cannot resolve that immediately, Federico, I'm sorry, you're through. Through, do you tell me? This, this is a legend of the realms, Romara and Massimo, and I simply cannot tend a lake that is not to her standards. Of all people, of all people, Romara should be able to establish whether a lake is of appropriate quality to reside in Romancington Hollows. Do not, you think, Federico. And Federico says, <laughs> 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 I, I did my best. I, I take care of it every morning. We check the pH balance and we make sure I just put the rainbow trout in. They're doing really well. I, I just, Federico. I'll, I'll check again. I'll check. I'm very sorry. I'm very sorry, Lady Ramara. I'm very sorry, Mazimo. and and uh, I'll get right to that. It'll be it'll be ship shape and and what if you want ships in it, we could do that and and it, it'll 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 be good. It'll be good there. Sorry, and Federico, scurries off to get some lake equipment. Well,
5: that's the type of that's the type of go-getterness I like to see. Abacore <laughs> will take it. <laughs> we'll give you the honor of having just, our wedding here.
2: Just wait, just wait. Uh, I'm gonna use uh, shape water. So I can uh, choose just a kind of a, a chunk that's like maybe out like 20 feet out of the water. And I'm going to um, just kind of lift that sphere up out in the water. Just kind of like examine it, like bring it closer to me and like examine it. It's going
0: to cast shape water and pull up sort of like a floating globe of water. And it is indeed it's got a couple of rainbow trout in it looking very like freaked out all of a sudden, um, but safe in there. Yeah. And when you lift up this water with that's under your control, it feels right. It feels better when you like separate it from the lake and everything. Cause it's like, it's come under your domain of that water. And it, it, mm-hmm. it that sense of like, this doesn't quite make sense. It's not present when you pull up that water and look at it.
2: Got it. Okay. Massimo, this, it's not about the water. It's the lake. And I just like take off my sweater. And I'm just going to, like, dive into the lake.
0: Okay. <laughs> Abercore standing on this. side I'll hold that for
2: going,
7: you. Okay. Uh,
5: it's okay. She does she,
7: this. She does okay. this. Do you see that, honey? Do you see that? She just dove in the lake.
5: Wow.
7: Do you want to do that?
0: <laughs> do you? I mean, it seems like the thing to do. Abigail's like, wait, this, there's various stables. We have horses, and they can pull cars. I'm diving and- in the lake. You coming with me?
2: I mean, I am with you. Let's are. do it. Okay. Let's dive in the lake. Oh my god, you are so
7: spontaneous.
4: You're so spontaneous. No, you are. This is why I love oh, you. Oh, yeah,
1: and
2: you are. Jack and Tommy are just drinking.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, at Abercourt, we uh we're gonna stay on we're dry ready land. The
1: books, so whenever we can yeah, go over the packages, so we'll just hang out. Just want to talk. We
4: won't disturb the uh, the fish.
1: But just keep them. You're
4: fish.
0: Okay, <laughs> Abercourt says I, I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> all right. So there's three people in the lake currently. Um, Ramar, go ahead and roll another nature check with advantage.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm down. You know, down in the silt
0: 17 Mm. all right so you get down there in that lake and and as you swim around and look around and feel take it in you don't see anything down there or sense anything down there out of the ordinary there's not like a sea monster that you ought, ought that you suddenly see it has that it's it continues to have that quality like you don't see anything specifically that's the source there's not like a a glowing orb or something down there or a hydra like possibly most suspected but like it just continues to have that feeling but you don't see anything uh especially there and you can you have the sense that like just kind of like thinking through it and sensing it and kind of looking around you kind of have a sense that like well maybe it's not the lake specifically maybe it's like a crazy creepy lake maybe it's it's, you, you know, you just notice the lake first. Maybe it's more than okay. the lake. Maybe it's something about this okay. whole setup.
2: Right. Okay. So I have like a, like a realization down there. Uh, it's just, so just double checking. There's no like structures down under the water. I can see, I can see pretty well under the water. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I don't see anything yeah. specific. Just lake okay. stuff. It would
0: be what you would expect.
2: Right. Okay. So I come out of the water um and like still pretty like muddy cuz i was down in the very bottom and go over to massimo and i'm like i'm sorry this is about me
3: this
2: is <laughs> this is probably it. this is probably about me i just this whole thing feels weird getting married feels weird i love you but I- i'm sorry i shouldn't have
5: i should no have. you're you're right this lake is weird it's a weird <laughs> lake it's a weird shape it doesn't look right. Look, I have the same instincts you have. I felt the same way.
4: I appreciate your support. If it turns out that there is something wrong with the lake that would be uh, reflected in the price of the uh yeah, you would a discount. be able to discount that or, or something.
0: I don't think we've established anything particularly wrong with the lake. Federico will be taking that into consideration.
7: Hey, Bartuald, I was just thinking, like, what if we did the wedding like in the water? Is that crazy? Yeah. It is? I know, it's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate it. I appreciate you when you like reel me in, you yes. know? You like let me go. but I'll hold me... you down. Thank
4: you. I'll hold you down.
6: Oh my god. <laughs> oh. I will and you will.
4: Oh.
6: I'd like to hold both of them down.
4: Yeah, and that lake.
6: <laughs> so we get out, are we getting out of the yeah, lake? Yeah, we should get out of the lake. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Avacore <laughs> <laughs> is like all right well this way and uh he takes you over to the stables now uh, i'm sure everyone would like to make a grand entrance into your your ceremony your your day that would last a lifetime of memories and and grandness and and perhaps you would like to be pulled by six of the finest horses in all the land. And some barn doors slide open and there's six powerful, well-groomed stallions there. And they're sort of like standing up and looking happy, powerful horses. Ooh. Abercore says, yes, they're they are wonderful. And, and these are the sort of horses that might pull kings and queens to the And they're land. included
1: in the package.
0: Mm, but... <laughs> but do you really want to be pulled by horses would you like to ride into your ceremony or would you like to fly <gasps> and the next door's open and in that stall there are six griffins and this is the taller this is like the taller middle part of the like barn of the stables and so the griffins have six individual stalls but they're tall and some of the griffins are like flying around in there
3: ooh
1: are those um, in the package
0: Everything could be uh, considered. A la carte, The griffins would be an upgrade over the horses, but uh, everything, everything could be considered, and we could uh, customize to your needs. I'm not. I'm not
4: gonna lie. I, I kind of want to splurge for the griffins. Um, it's that's we okay, didn't have we that the that, first we might time not be around.
1: Be able to do the full bar, and you know how my oh yeah. My it, well,
4: then we just want to invite some of your cousins. That's fine. And uh, <laughs>
0: just a third option. Uh, I won't be opening this barn. Uh, but uh, for those of you that might have trouble making up your mind between the Griffins and the horses, we do have an option for a Chimera. Uh, but he's grumpy uh, in the next stall right now, so I'm we're going to keep like, him in there.
1: You, oh, you? I want to see it. <laughs> uh,
0: well, I could. Uh, we could. We could sneak a peek potentially. Yeah,
1: until this moment.
0: All right. Uh, okay. Um, so he sort of like takes you a wall up to the door. There's like a third set of doors up there and you can hear like scratching and scraping. And like you hear a roar. You hear like some of the griffin noises, which roar kind of like lions and the horses. And you hear one of those kind of like liony like growls Yeah, that's, from there. That sounds like a chimera. That's that's definitely that's, I, I just, very, very quietly. Uh, there's like a little like slat he can open in the doors, but it's a little bit high. So he like pulls over a little like, uh, stepping stool so that you can get up and see into it. And he like very quietly slides back the slat and you can peek in and there's a chimera in there. It's pretty dark in there. But then there's like a flash of light because the dragon head <laughs> breathed fire for a second and uh, the lion oh, head like next you to it. when
1: I wake you up from your naps.
0: <laughs> the lion head next to it is definitely growling and then you hear the sheep head go, meh, kind of grumpily because it was sleeping and the fire lit it up. It even sounds like it you. <laughs> is a very... Quietly slides it closed. We don't want. We don't like to
1: upset the chimera. We'll we'll discuss it later, Bummy. But I, I like
0: it. I think. I think. Yeah. This is. This is a good. This is a good.
1: Oh, I'm getting so excited. Uh,
0: Well, excellent, excellent. Uh, Let's head back into the tent and and uh, just one or two more people to. I'd. I'd love to introduce you to, and then we can uh, talk about talk about the situation. And so he leads you all back inside, and uh, he says, "Of course." uh, each of you are from different cultures, and we want to respect the wedding ceremony that fits you personally and uh, that both uh, respects the traditions of your family. But should you need a uh, an officiant uh, for the ceremony, we can uh, provide that. And just in case you have any questions, I'd like to introduce you to our uh, in-house officiant, Archbishop Deacon. Uh, Archbishop Deacon, could you could you come out here and? This very old-looking gnome kind of walks out with, like, he has, like, a staff. He's, like, very much in, like, a almost Pope-level, like, raiment of, of religious symbols. And he has, like, a bunch of symbols on his white robe. And he has a very large hat, like, especially because he's a gnome. It's, like, at least half as big as he is. The hat sticks up high. And he's walking with a staff that has a big jewel on the end of it. welcome. Oh, Oh, look at the two of you! Such a happy couple. The the gods tell me that your marriage will last so so long. And he's actually looking at Archie and Jack, like, so <laughs> gesturing cool, huh? to the two of you. Oh,
7: <laughs> <laughs> and is like,
0: Psst, ah, no, those two, those two. And oh, oh yes, uh, uh the. The two of you also uh, shall be a romance for the ages and also you as well uh, have a bit of an aura. The two of you are very, gesturing to Jack and Tom, Uh, you have quite an aura of familiarity uh, more than many of the couples I see here.
1: We've we've actually been married to each other, but this guy...
0: I,
4: I, I died. He died. I, I came back, clearly.
1: It's a little bit of a whoopsies.
4: (laughs) Brother,
5: I know how that feels.
1: Oh, you, you, you died before.
5: Well, technically I had a sort of amnesia situation where I uh, became an alternate personality. Oh, well, it kind of was, uh, it kind of was.
7: Archie, I'm I'm feeling a little insecure. I've never oh. died or had amnesia. Am I good enough
6: for you? You don't have to die in Thank order you. for me to love you. Thank
7: you.
0: Thank you. Well, uh for for whatever ceremonies you need, uh marriage resurrections or or uh or, uh, or, or all of your all of your religious needs uh archbishop deacon would be happy to accommodate uh any uh, that's, that's it. everyone here we have on site uh, if you have any other questions about the venues or or, I mean, or uh, personalized preferences
6: we'll take
4: it yeah we already said that like we'll the so
0: uh, and we will so take
4: we'll it take also it uh, we're we're taking we're and taking we, we it
1: and we called dibs
4: yeah Oh no,
6: we did that first though. But it didn't. I want to do like Sorry,
1: sweetheart. Age before beauty. All right.
6: Oh, but you guys already got to have a wedding, and so it It really seems like kind of
1: selfish to want to have another one. Grim blats in the backyard. It was not exactly an uh, auspicious occasion. Okay.
7: I'm I'm kind of getting upset that they're making you upset.
1: I am upset. I am upset.
5: Let's just calm down. Evercore, can I? uh, can I talk to you privately? Uh, of course. Wait,
7: wait, hold on. Yeah, there okay. can't be no private conversations. Uh,
1: yeah, I want yeah, to I talk to like, them privately too. Yeah, I feel like there's a little bit of a bias right now. Okay, just because somebody's famous doesn't mean that they should get what they want all the time. All also, right? we're
7: super famous on the indie scene. We're on the indie we're circuit. We're on the indie circuit. By we're being there. on
1: the indie circuit for independent, that means by proxy you are by definition not famous. <laughs> That was really...
5: They have a point there. Wow.
1: Wow. I'm just saying, I would hate for it to get out that this beautiful establishment uh, is not willing, is actually uh, biased against the elderly. Oh my god, (laughs) Archie. You know what? I've never not liked
6: anyone before in my whole life. Oh
7: my god, you finally found something you didn't like. I
6: don't like her.
7: Oh, stop it, Archie. You're right. Stop
6: it! You're right. Let's I like how a, mean she is. Somehow, how like a, tiny her little heart is.
7: Let's just write a song about her and then like get it, get through
5: it. Like therapize yeah. it into music. You know what I'm saying?
6: Yeah. Most important thing is that we'll take it.
5: Yeah. Abercore, I can start with 500 gold down. Mm,
6: I can man. start with 500 gold down and 300 gold up. <laughs> <laughs>
5: All right, very well. Uh, I can do one thousand thousand
6: I mean up or well, down. That's, that's, that's... be clear, Massimo, just because you are tall doesn 't mean that you get to set the
1: terms hmm. do, do you offer <laughs> even plans uh
0: well uh we're, we would be discussing uh, uh, just a simple a down payment for a simple ceremony at that level, uh, but uh, it is unfortunate that we only have that one day available if if perhaps one of you would like to come in for a few hours in the early morning and then we'd clean up quickly to accommodate another ceremony perhaps we we planned on
7: like like Mm. at least
0: 24
4: hours for our ceremony Mm. it starts Mm.
0: yes very grand
4: and uh, our family's gotten larger since we've been together so there's going to be a lot more you know I mean, we could
1: do like an early bird dinner. That's usually kind of what we do, anyways.
6: Yeah, you guys could be done so early. Think
1: about it; you could beat the traffic all the way home. I mean, I'm open.
0: To I mean, if 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 we would, you know, would we get
1: a discount.
0: <laughs> uh well it, it
5: sounds a- Abacor, like poor look look these these people are clearly are not serious about mm. this uh venue and um clearly me and Ramara are it
0: does and sound like you
5: know that we can uh we can bring
4: the necessary accolades mm.
5: and gold mm-hmm. required to make
4: this to, happen To be fair though you guys really didn't like the look of that lake and I would I would hate for you guys to have a bad lake ex- experience um so really is it really for you guys is it Did you just tell my fiancé, what she likes?
5: <laughs> Did you tell her what she Kinda likes?
1: like that's what you've been that doing she likes all day. Lakes?
5: She, she sounded like she didn't really like the lake. You're saying she likes she, lakes? You know the lakes that she likes? All the lakes she likes are lakes that you know that she likes? I'm just saying she sounded like she didn't like this. She was in there. She tasted them. She licked the lakes. She licked the lakes that she likes. Okay? She licks the lakes that she likes. She likes the lakes that she licks. She licks them and likes them, and that's what she likes. You, you seem agitated,
4: and that's okay. This is
2: it's fine i am gonna have to pull Massimo away <laughs> and like just hey, hey oh
5: sorry one minute yes we
2: <laughs> i i i want what you want but i want what you want I- is it worth a battle over this venue
5: Battles are kind of what I do. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm, I'm concerned really, about. Do you I'm even
2: really want
3: this place?
2: Do you really want this place or is it just that they want it and you want it to, to battle them?
3: You're,
5: you're right. Normally I would just battle, but maybe we don't need to.
2: Right. Okay. I mean, just think about that. I, I wonder if
3: maybe, counterpoint,
5: you could melt all of their brains. <laughs>
0: So, Avrocor says, like, oh, no, 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 I know this is a tense, (laughs) this is an awkward situation, but uh, I think we can all, we can come to an amicable, an an amicable solution, I'm sure. And and so, simply listening to the, uh, the magnitude of the ceremonies that each of you deserve, I'm, I'm afraid that the notion of splitting up the day is is just not feasible. Uh, Clearly, clearly, there can be only, only one couple here. And, uh, and uh, we may, we may need to just to speak directly of, uh, of who would be able to most, uh, honor the, uh, honor the okay occasion and honor the venue with a, uh, monetary down payment. So, uh, now to secure the venue and the basic price of, uh, transportation, in- entertainment, lighting, lake, uh, tending and, uh, and drinks would require a down payment of 15,000 gold at a minimum, of course. And, uh, <laughs> and then we would uh, discuss from there. And, uh, and, and if you all, if you don't feel that, uh, any of that is necessary, that's perfectly fine. You can go and find your ceremonies, uh, the, the ceremonies elsewhere. We have, we have no concerns with that. No problem. Do you take platinum? <laughs> Everybody who uh, had any kind of a drink, make a uh, wisdom wisdom saving Oh, gift. no! Hello, Knights of the World table. Hope you're enjoying the episode. We had a lot of fun recording it. Announcements for today, Uh, thank you very much to the Lens family, Dorian and Chrissy for joining our show today, and their kids Zoe and Rocket for being awesome. I I think we mentioned on the podcast, if you're ever in the Phoenix area, check out a show at the Neighborhood Comedy Theater. You can also hear Chrissy on a very awesome podcast if you like 80s movies. It's called The Most Excellent 80s Movies Podcast. I was recently a guest on it talking about a movie called Dragon Slayer about a dragon whose head is... Uh, ended up in my garage when I was growing up. I think Jeff's going to be on an episode soon, so check out Most Excellent 80s Movies Podcast. Of course, if you want to support our podcast, talk to us, talk us up on social media, tell a friend, leave a rating and review, specifically on Apple Podcasts as a Great way to support any podcast you are um, interested in. Uh, Leave a rating, leave a review, and that always helps a podcast spread the word. One final thing. I had a thought uh, a few episodes back. I think Jeff mentioned a a school group that he, he runs an RPG group for, and I'm wondering if any of you out there also our advisors or volunteers for school rpg clubs or even if you are in a school rpg club let us know look us up you can email us at table at gmail.com and we would love to give your group a shout out here in the announcements and wish you well and hope you're doing awesome and thanks for sharing awesome rpgness with the world so back to the episode as always take care of yourself take care of each other and make life an adventure
2: Uh, any kind of drink or even water?
0: Um, hmm. I'm going to say actually, yeah, you can take a pass from the water because you probably would have noticed something weird with it. So the flat water, not the sparkling water. Yeah, Tommy
1: is a five and Jack is a 21.
0: Ooh, all right. Archie and Barchie?
7: Massimo seven. I rolled as, Archibald rolled a 17.
1: Barchie
0: is a 14. Um, so, Ramara, this doesn't affect you, and Jack, it doesn't affect you either, but Archibald, Barchibald, <laughs> Tomaloo, and Massimo, you are just, like, suddenly overcome with just a sense of, like, panic and just inadequacy and picturing yourself on your special day with everybody looking at you and just seeing like the spotlights on you it's supposed to be your good day and everybody's gonna be noticing your hair is not what it needs to be and They're going to be looking at your body and just like every piece of your like physical build that doesn't correspond with like the perfection of your particular culture. You immediately like hyper focus on that and it's just it's going to be terrible and you're going to fail them and there's really nothing that can be done about that other than just like try to pile as much Resources into faking looking good. You got to pay for the hair. You got to pay for the looks. You got to pay for the flowers. You're just overcome with, like, we got to try to make up for that.
7: Oh my God. I'm a good I mean, this is- we just gotta, we gotta get this. It's gotta be the thing we did.
6: We said we would take it.
7: We said we would take it.
1: We'll take
6: we
7: get, it. I, look, we'll take whatever you have.
1: We'll take all of it. I all
7: mean,
4: of it.
1: Pearl, Pearl is just gonna laugh at me again. No, right? It's it, gonna we're, be like the gonna... first time. She's never gonna recognize uh, us uh, as a family. Uh,
4: what's the, ma- of course, no, Pearl will outdo Pearl. Are you, what is, what is, <laughs> are,
2: are, no, it's,
4: um. I mean, <laughs>
2: After
7: all this uh, I mean, we'll, we'll take those griffins. Alright, we'll take them. Maybe those griffins will show your father that I am I'm worth it.
6: Yeah, what if the griffins ride the Chiron?
7: Oh my god, that's a perfect idea. And then your mom <laughs> will stop getting off my back about <laughs> what I do for work.
6: Please
7: stop
4: talking about my mom! I'm so but... sorry.
3: I'm so sorry. I can't even afford the horses.
4: Uh, I I'm a little um <laughs> Everything kind of took a dive, right? Am I? I feel like I'm. Is this?
2: Are you, Are you okay, Massimo? Are you?
5: Are you all right? <laughs> <laughs> I need to fight somebody fast.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all, all right. Um. Um. Uh, 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 What's you, you even fight for me? I uh, yeah. No. I will. Abracore. What? 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 What is going on here? <laughs> Give him the oh, money, this is,
6: Archie. Give him
7: the money. I didn't bring it with me. I'll have what? to run home and get it. Is, Ew. is this uh, that
4: lake? Is this that the d- damn lake of yours? I
0: assure you, it's not the lake. This can be a very overwhelming process. Maybe everybody should just sit down and just you know, uh, uh, we we certainly accept credit. Uh, uh, if you if you want to lay down collateral or, or gold, jewels, something can potentially be arranged. I you it can lay away. Wedding
4: bring but here, too. No, no
7: no no I mean we'll on. just like work for yeah, you. you. We'll come work for you we'll and
6: we'll sing for it. We'll like, sing we will for give it. you our art which yeah. is like priceless. It's
7: worth mm-hmm. more than which any of that just, stuff.
6: You can't even put a price on it cuz it just doesn't have one. Which
0: is what which, I told my which, mom th- that would be the concern. We don't really accept art in a non-physical form as payment, but we do take gold I mean, uh, which you might be able to make with your art and your indie scene uh, credits. Do you have
4: any minds that have gold in them. I could go and get it out for you. He's very good at mining. Yeah.
5: (laughs) I will conquer a kingdom.
6: (laughs) (laughs) I will conquer a power ballad.
7: You've never heard a power
0: ballad until you've heard Barchewald
6: and
7: Archibald. Power ballad.
0: I mean, between the three of you, it does sound like uh, Massimo and Romara have the most uh, available lines of, of credit. So perhaps I could take your wedding rings and other items. I, I need to stop. I need to stop, stop, stop. Oh.
2: I'm going to need to do a, an exacting query on Albacore.
0: Describe.
2: So um, I'm targeting him. I target one creature that I can communicate with via telepathy. I assume I can do that with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has to make an intelligence saving throw on a fail save he has to truthfully answer one question that i ask him via telepathy on successful save he is unaffected
0: hmm intelligence oh he rolls a 20
2: yeah he he beat it hmm. dang it
0: he just kind of looks at you and smiles yes did, did, did you have any questions or concerns
2: i'm I'm starting to feel like this is Something's up here, Massimo. Let's just—we need to—we need to get out of this.
0: It's very typical for brides to have cold feet in this situation, yeah. Massimo. How are you feeling? Do you feel like you're just—you're you, not going to be able to? Uh, you just don't have what it takes to uh, compete in, on this level. And perhaps a perhaps a small, intimate venue would be more appropriate for Massimo Lionheart.
5: Listen, this is going to work. There's got to be the crowds are going to be there, the press is going to be there. They're going to be taking uh live uh portraits of people, painting portraits. Of all the stars coming and so it's really important that we have a venue that can handle it. I I'm just being realistic. This has gotta be
0: the place. We can we can install accommodations for all of that. We can we can do housing uh for an additional fee if you if you'd like. We can do stadium seating. It's appropriate. Perfect. Good we want angles, that. We want the stadium seating. Videographers. Yeah.
5: <laughs> e- explain <laughs>
0: Uh, it's an imagery of the wedding that you can view over and over again. Uh, in the future, you can share future oh, generations. like one of those, uh,
5: uh, the the deceive thing from...
0: Yes, it's like you, watching a illusion
5: the... of your wedding. Ah,
6: we want that. We'll take cool. it. Yeah, uh,
7: and what my baby wants, she gets. And I'm going to try and uh, charm uh, the guy.
6: You're going to use your charm person
7: yeah. spell? I'm going to use my charm person spell. All right. Uh, you attempt to charm a humanoid you can see within rage. It must make a wisdom saving throw and does so with advantage if you or your companions are fighting, but we're not fighting.
0: Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, wisdom saving throw for Abracor. Not great. Uh, is a six. Um, so he's charmed by you. Right. And that means that they regard
7: me as a friendly acquaintance. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you.
0: You feel the charm spell succeed, and for a moment, he like looks at you with like very like loving eyes, like Archie and Boshie, very up and coming on the indie scene. They're just so charming, and then he kind of like clears his eyes and shakes his head a little bit, and kind of does a just like a. <sighs> And you feel the spell fail. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, none of that. I'm afraid your charm magic just wouldn't be fair to the other couples with you trying to charm me. I understand these may be desperate circumstances for you. The, the fleeting flame of fame may be soon to fail if you don't seize on this moment, uh, to have a ceremony. Uh, you've, you've, practically peaked already oh, if, yeah. if this goes oh if this God. goes poorly hey, hey,
4: what? G- give me a second here you, uh, listen we've been married before <laughs> this didn't happen the first time i I agree with the lake lady there's something there's something not right happening right now
0: now look who do if you can't compete on this level that's fine you two can go and I'll just talk to I'll just talk to these more or well, high I mean, status I individuals able, able to what you know, are we we'll competing in higher had to circles. Watch you.
1: Die. I don't want to go through that again.
0: She doesn't want to go through that again. Perhaps you can just leave if mm-hmm. you'd like to leave your rings and some of your other treasure. And perhaps I can I can book you in the next available slot down the line after Midsummer. I, well, we can put you on the waiting list for a small down payment, Honey, and uh, we'll just give you a call. We need
4: this. We're not leaving any money or treasure or anything until like. If but we, what we does don't the
2: wedding ring mean?
0: oh that's fine there's many many other people on the waiting on the waiting list you don't you don't have to no Archie, pressure. Archie
7: something's weird here look like like normally I don't feel this way but I feel really weird right now I think I kind of agree with the water
2: lady yeah let's all go nobody belongs here
6: uh I said we would take it
7: Archie listen to me listen to me they're doing something weird to us here right look me in the eyes we can get married anywhere no uh Barchi, don't let this be the end of... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no.
6: <laughs> you heard him. We're not going to be famous if we don't get married here. He's
7: lying, Barchi. You're already famous
0: to me.
6: Well, i want to be famous to everyone. What are you now. doing to everybody in here, man?
0: Yeah, tell us. This is just simply a wedding venue. I haven't even shown you the flowers. Look, look at the oh, flowers. There's so the many flowers, arrangements. Right? And he... Raises his arms up and like these sort of like vines kind of like shoot up from the floor all around and they crawl up onto the tables and chairs and kind of like encircle them and like wrap their way up to like create a little like bouquet in the center. Of each table and just kind of creates this whole like network of vines and flowers and there's flowers that go up the like poles and hang down so Bobby, all of a sudden there's just Bobby, like these vines and the flowers, flowers everywhere. look it's so lovely yeah. and we can accommodate do you want if you want poinsettias we can do poinsettias and they all burst into like red poinsettias Bobby, we can I'm do tulips young, and they turn into bright, tulips
1: all right? I can't get away with, with a, a, a lame wedding alright it has to be fabulous because I'm not getting any you're you not getting fabulous. Any younger.
3: All right,
4: this is what we're gonna do. I'm not leaving until I figure out why my soon-to-be re-wife is acting this way. So, what
0: you you mentioned competing? What is what competing? How are we competing? Oh, I just mean like only one of you can secure the venue for this very special day on Midsummer, and there aren't any other openings for the rest of this year, and and so I'm afraid I can I can choose only one, and and the two of you have fallen to the bottom of the pile, I think. So, uh, so I mean, yeah, uh,
6: they ask for so many discounts. Like we don't need any discounts. We'll take it. Why do we need so many
3: discounts?
0: You do keep saying that you'll take it, but it sounds like you don't actually have any money, and I cannot accept. Uh, performance. And so, uh, in these circumstances, I'm afraid, I'm afraid that the situation has resolved itself. I'm afraid the day she'll have to go to Massimo and Romara as soon as you submit the down payment. And, uh. No, and we
2: don't, we don't want it. Mm? We don't want it. Mm? I, no, mm. come
0: on. Massimo,
2: this uh, is, no. Massimo. Well. Oh. Massimo. <laughs>
7: go. I, oh Ow. Look what's happening to the giant! Something is wrong. These guys are bad.
0: Uh, so that that like initial like overwhelming anxiety attack that some of you just had, uh, like it kind of like fades for Archie and Barchie and Tommy, but like Massimo's intensifies. Like this has <laughs> to happen, or you will die. Just like this would be an absolute like n- if Massimo and Romara don't get married in this venue. It would be a travesty, and you wouldn't be famous anymore, and they'd take down your statues, and it would be just unacceptable.
5: Look, uh, this is just its just what it has to be. I mean, we, we, can, we can scale it down. We can do it small. We can do it small, but in this place. It has to be in this place. You know? Just you and me.
0: And it has to be
5: big. And it has to be big.
0: And it has to be in this place. I mean, it's Massimo and it, Ramon. No. He's making a lot of sense. He's the making lionheart, a lot of sense. greatest in all the land, heroes of the realm.
2: It doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. Listen to me. It's wrong. Let's go. Well, he can fix it.
0: Can't you fix it? I can fix it. You don't need to go. And he like waves his arm, and the curtain flies closed, and the like, uh, the air, the part of the tent that like opened out onto the lake also drops down, and so you're just enclosed in the tent.
5: Oh, I don't like this. Massimo, I don't like this it. isn't you. This isn't you at all. Oh, what do you, what do you what do you mean? I got uh uh statues, uh big crowds. I mean come on, that's kinda of my deal. But I know you on a different level, a deeper level.
2: Something's wrong. I'm I'm gonna uh cast view aura on Massimo and I will not resist So I get to study his aura and uh, Lauren, if he's under the effect of a magical or psionic effect and his emotional state.
6: I want to run up to Ramara and grab onto her like knee, which is probably what I can reach up to and be like, <laughs> you seem so smart. I want to help. And I want to use my enhanced ability oh. to give her advantage on uh, on her check of whatever she's going to do. Nice. Thank you.
7: And I'm going to run over and just grab her other knee because that's what I do. <laughs> so we're
2: holding
3: Would on to Rebecca's Everything is knee. a couple. Yes.
2: <laughs> I love it. So I get to know if Massimo's under any magical or psionic effect. And then also his emotional state.
0: Yeah, so you do sense the magical effect on him. I mean, you already had just like the basic sense of like, wow, he's having like a anxiety that like, I don't usually see him have, but like, you can feel the intensity of it is something you've never really felt from Massimo before. And it is, you definitely have that sense of like, it's being magically
2: mm-hmm. produced. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like, Abacore, it's you. This is you. This is your doing. I'm. I'm tired of this. I'm breaking out the big guns. How about an ego whip? A what now? So you make an intelligence saving throw, and on a failed save, then you take three d8 psychic damage, and you're filled with self doubt, <laughs> leaving you only able to do your next action uh only with a dodge, disengage, or hide. So that's what I'm going to do as an ego whip.
0: Okay, that's a what? Sa- an intelligence saving throw? Uh huh. Yeah. What's the save DC? 16. Okay. He, he fails that.
2: Sweet. Okay. And so he
0: gets ego whipped.
2: <laughs> so he gets ego whipped. He's going to take 3d8 damage, 13. Okay. And you're filled with self doubt. Not just damage, but self doubt. And so your next action can only be a dodge, disengage, or hide.
0: So you hit him, you ego whip him. Mm hmm. <laughs> Purely Please. mental process, but he reacts as if he was whipped. Um, and it breaks his concentration, has a pretty profound effect on everything. The illusion of this place breaks down. The whole sort of venue changes, like the weddingness of the venue sort of like wears away to just kind of like an open arena. And these vines are still there. All around and the stage is still there it doesn't look as pretty and some of the lighting is still there and the upper stage the cake and stuff is still there and there's still tables and chairs but like all the prettiness goes away and there's there's this kind of like greenish noxious fog all around and Abercore himself starts to change as you interrupt his concentration and his uh, green robe sort of like spreads out over him and the, the heart scarf flies back and sprouts and starts to transform into wings, and his eyes transform into like reptilian-like slits of eyes, and they're yellow, and they blink, and his teeth get sharper, and his nose starts to extend as these wings grow out of him, and he turns green, and you see him transforming into what you pretty rapidly recognize as a dragon, <gasps> a green dragon. And he, so he expands really rapidly out of human form until he is very, very large, filling up a substantial portion of this, like, chamber as an adult size dragon.
2: That's not good, you guys.
0: Looking very surprised.
5: <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's go, everybody. <laughs> Rally it up. Here we go. And Massimo draws his sword.
4: Yeah, he's ready for yeah.
5: battle, baby. This is not how I was expecting.
4: To Jack be. is gonna pull his uh, his heavy crossbow. Um, he has a thing for shapeshifters. He hates them. I don't know if this is just a dragon with magic or a shapeshifter. It's basically
1: his favorite enemy. Yeah,
4: that writer. and orcs are my two. Like, I don't like orcs, and I don't like things that hide the way they look because I don't <laughs> trust them. So
0: it's a pretty standard like dragon thing that I think most people are aware of: the notion that dragons can disguise themselves. As humans and walk around, and also like you know, probably also like dragons are well known enough to like most people of the realm. The like, not only can dragons do that, and not only are they super powerful, but they also have layers, and you don't ever want to face a dragon in his layer because he has extra. It has extra powers there, and you kind of recognize. Hmm, feels a lot like a dragon layer. Uh oh. (laughs) They also like treasure. Oh. So you're all sort of like, oh, uh, oh, oh, this, this got out of hand quickly. <laughs> um, and everybody roll initiative.
4: 14. Yes. 15. Yes. 15. Five.
0: Oh, no.
5: 22.
0: Massimo, 14. So, Ramara, you're first up. Roll the 22. Oh,
2: okay. So I'm going to just, this, uh, I'm not joking around. I'm just going to start off with a psionic blast. Yeah. So uh, I get to pick how many psi points uh, to use, and I'm going to use the the max, which is seven. So uh, I choose one creature, and that is the dragon, obviously. He automatically takes 1d8 psychic damage per side point on this ability. So it's 7d8, which is 45 points. Dang! Okay.
0: So you hit this dragon with a, what is it, a psi blast?
2: A uh, psionic blast.
0: Psionic blast. Yeah, so you, like, burrow that sucker right into this dragon brain, and he roars in dragon and uh and hates that and looks very like off-foot.
5: that's my fiance y'all <laughs>
0: <laughs> is there any other part of that or just like brain brain hurt really it's
5: 45 points
0: brain there's a lot of weird stuff that come along with your abilities I just want to make sure he's not like doesn't think he's like a toad or something
2: also from now on he only speaks in a British
0: accent <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> So that will bring us to uh, Abercore, the dragon's turn. And he looks like he has just like, for a dragon, has just like a splitting headache, brain seizure kind of like headache. Um, and he's also only allowed to like disengage or hide, can't like attack it his dragon abilities. And um, he looks down at all of you and says, fine, fine. If you don't want the perfect venue, you don't need to have it. But I can't have you ruining my reputation across the land. This has been the best scam for acquiring treasure from you pitiful mortals that I've come across in all my centuries. And I'm afraid I can't have you destroying it. And he flaps his wings and starts to lift off. And uh, there's no like ceiling on this. It's like an open arena. The ceiling kind of like disappears. So he just starts to fly, and as he lifts off, he says, "Help yourself to a piece of cake on the way out." <laughs> and he lifts off and flies up into the evening. That leads you to kind of like look back at that like piece of cake that's up on the upper like platform behind you, and it kind of starts to, like, wriggle. Oh no! Um, and that will bring us to Tomaloo's turret.
1: I have a feeling that's not a good thing. Are we going full battle here, Bummy?
4: I, I, Bummy, I, I think this is, I think we gotta do it. Alright,
3: you
1: asked for it. Uh, I'm going to, with my Artillerist ability, uh, summon my Arcane Turret. Basically, it's like a little, uh, cannon on crab legs. So I'm going to go ahead and summon uh, a forced ballista arcane turret as my action. And then uh, with my bonus action, uh, it's going to make an attack on uh, the cake thing up there.
4: This is a very normal okay. d thing to happen. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. It is. It is now. So is that an attack roll?
1: Yes. Uh, it's a spell attack. Roll it. So that's going to be a 17 to hit.
0: So it shoots out at this cake and as what is it shooting like an artillery shell Uh,
1: yeah it basically uh uh, we're gonna say it's a cannon it's like a straight-up cannon
0: does this thing did you summon this or does it like deploy
1: i it's technically it's like it's like a thing that i create but then i summon it with magic
0: Mm. so This like little walking (laughs) turret shows up fires at this innocent little cake and uh, the shell goes out and as it approaches this cake the cake like um, like globby eyes open up on it and it's like lower tier, top two tiers lift off it's lower tier to create a big like a gloppy frosting batter filled mouth and the shell goes right into it's mouth which it closes in on and uh, there's like a detonation <laughs> inside of it. You see the cake kind of like cartoonishly go like big and small as it like swallows this shell what was the damage
1: for it? uh, so it's 2d8 it's force damage so 16 damage and it's pushed five feet away from the turret
0: so it swallows that um and you uh it when it like explodes it the cake itself is like knocked back you can see like the cake start to move but it doesn't, like, release from the table that it's on. The, like, whole table and the stage it's on, you see, like, jostles back, kind of like rocks back, but uh, whatever it's, like, attached to moving stopped the actual, like, cake from flying back, which appears to be a mimic, uh, by the way. That's not good.
2: How
1: far away are we from this cake thing?
0: Uh, At least a dragon's length. <laughs> uh, w- one dragon's length away. <laughs> Maybe... 50 feet, we'll say, you are from the cake currently, or are you standing? Okay,
1: cool. Then I'm going to kind of stick near my little turret.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. That'll bring us to... Jack! All right, so uh, I'm going to cast
4: Hunter's Mark on the cake stage.
0: Okay. All right, cool.
4: And then I'm going to shoot it with my heavy crossbow. Uh, Okay. 26 to hit. Hit. And I do... 12 plus 3 is 15... Yes, I'm not done yet. I have a, I have the ability to do an, an extra attack, so I'm just gonna shoot it again with my crossbow, and that's a 25 to hit. Hit. Uh, and that's seven plus plus five. So that will be 12.
0: 12. And that's my turn. I'm gonna like maybe take. So what were you when you like hundred marked it? Like, what were you aiming your shots at? Uh,
4: well, I'm 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 aiming for the cake. The cake seems to be the squishy bits and okay. I'm just going to be shooting crossbow bolts at the cake because it has eyes and a mouth, and, you know, mm-hmm. if you're going to shoot anything, you might as well shoot it in the eyes or the mouth.
0: Yeah, so you hit it with your two bolts, and as you, like, put your hunter's mark on this thing, like, you definitely feel the, the sense of, like, my prey here, my target is bigger than just the cake. Okay. The notion, The notion of, like, the whole stage rocking definitely gave you a, like, ooh, this is, this is something big. And definitely not an enemy you've fought before <laughs> in, your, in your ranging. Your many hundreds of years of ranging. Massimo, your turn.
5: Alright, here we go. Let's, uh, let's get it done. So he, uh, he cracks his knuckles out here. Oh, starts to kind of limber up, stretch out.
3: Ooh, baby,
4: yeah!
5: Here we go. And uh, he's going to take out his longsword and run towards the uh, cake. And he's going to attack... And that's going to be a critical, baby. Ooh. Critical hit out the gate. So that's going to be 15 damage Okay. to the cake. Uh, <laughs> and it gets two attacks, so here's his second attack. 16 to hit.
0: Uh, you hit the cake.
5: <laughs> and nine more, so 24 damage. Boom, boom.
0: Okay. Um, so you run up to this cake, and you smash it, and it splatters... Um, It does, as you're attacking it in between your two blows, it does try to bite you back. 24 to hit. Yeah, that's good. All right, you're going to get bit by this cake. (laughs) Ooh! And it bites you for 11 cake damage. (laughs) Pathetic. And you kind of pull your your hand out of there in between hits and hit it with your second attack for the additional 9 damage. And then we come to Archie.
7: Uh, All right, I am uh, going to viciously mock this cake. (laughs) Bring it. So I step out from behind Ramara's knee. (laughs) I look upon this cake and I say, Listen here, cake. You wish that you were double chocolate filled with cream on the middle. But you, you are nothing but zucchini cake. And not even with good frosty. Shots fired. Uh, if the target can hear you, though it not need understand you...
0: It seems to have cake ears in there. Yep,
7: it must succeed (laughs) on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage
0: and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. It does fail, so roll your psychic damage.
7: Ooh, 1d4. 1d4. I can do that. Ooh! One.
0: (laughs) And it has every every damage counts. And it has disadvantage on its next attack roll. That's right.
7: Uh, uh, As my bonus action, I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Ramara. What
3: does it do?
6: Tell us us what it does. As a
7: bonus action, a creature, other than yourself, within 60 feet that can hear you, gains an Inspiration die 1d8 for 10 minutes. The creature can add it to one ability check,
0: uh, attack roll for saving throw. Next up is the cake thing.
6: I'm after the cake.
0: Oh. <laughs> you rolled a five. <laughs> the cake that just bit Massimo came to life, swallowed an artillery shell. Um, it starts. The cake doesn't actually start smoking, but something starts smoking from behind the cake and starts spewing up this like green smoke, which definitely Massimo. Actually, Massimo, make a Constitution save. This smoke is like right in your face. Nine. Nine. A nine will fail. So uh, you're gonna take three poison damage, and uh, you are poisoned, which gives you, I think, disadvantageous stuff. And this, like, this is just like a spray full of like toxic, poisonous, gross, exhausty smell. But also, like, it smells. There's like a perfume to it. They like added a pretty smell on top of the gross smell to try to make it cover it up and it just like epically fails and it just smells like both things gross so you get a good strong whiff of that as it starts like spewing up this smoke you're still kind of like on you're standing right next to this cake because you just attacked it your axe is still in it and the whole, like, stage you're on starts to lift up as you hear this, like, <speaking in the background> very, like, industrial, mechanical sound. And it lifts up. And so the, the stage you're on, kind of like all the wood starts to break apart. And you're standing on top of this thing as it stands up on six big metal legs. And uh, you're standing on this, like, the, the like, cake thing is almost like a hat on top of a metal head contraption. It doesn't look like a head, it's just like in the head of this, like, the head location of this, like, almost spidery looking thing that's standing up. Massimo is actually standing on the body, which has a bunch of, like, little doors and things on it. As these, like, six legs stand up. And the legs are actually, like, they're, like, wrapped with pretty garb. One has, like, tulle. Uh, which is this like, it's like a netting white fabric that kind of makes things look kind of like nice and cloudy, but isn't very nice to like touch. Three of the legs are wrapped with that. Another three of the legs are wrapped with like a green garland. And um, it has all these sort of like filigree and designs and stuff stuck to it. But at the core, it's this like industrial moving thing that has this exhaust pipe. At the back of it which is located like behind where the like head notion is massimo you're now like standing on this thing up at about 15 feet high is like the, the height that you are at the cake is still on it it's kind of like wearing this cake as a hat um unclear if the cake is a different entity than the like full metal thing
4: Ma- massimo you don't want to come down from there it's doesn't look safe i'm right where i want to be
0: Um, and it actually, like, some little, like, metal flaps spring up out of the, like, body, central body portion of this thing, and all these little things start shooting out of it, like, and they, like, burst into the air and start spinning around it, and, like, it's hard to see what they are, but they look almost like, like, little birds or, like, bats or something. The kind of, like, quality where, like, something fast flies by you and it's hard to get a good look at, like, what was that? It has, like, 20 or 30 of these, like, the air is being filled up with these little things. And they're spinning around it. As it stands up and Massimo is up there, it charges forward kind of into the center of the room, closer to where the rest of you are. And uh, so that everybody, all of you, are kind of like surrounded in this cloud of little things flying around. And everybody make a wisdom save.
1: 18
0: We'll do it one at a time, actually. So we'll just start with Tamalu 18. will succeed. You kind of, like, dive out of the way of a few of these things. And what you notice as you, like, get a little bit better look at them is they look like little envelopes. And the envelope has, like, gold writing on it. And it kind of, like, has a whiff of, like, oh, it it has a little bit of perfume on it. But you, like, dodge out of the way of one that's flying at you. And so, uh, Masuma, what do you got? Roll the five. So Masimo, you too get attacked by one of these little envelopes, and like as it comes up to you, like really quickly, like the envelope deploys, and another envelope comes out of it, <laughs> and that envelope has like a bow on it and other like formal writing. It actually weirdly has your name on it. It says Masimo Lionheart, um, and then that envelope opens, and a little like uh, there's like a little spray of confetti, and uh, and another little piece of paper that like cuts you across the face. And when it cuts you across the face, you have a sudden overwhelming fear that it might rain on your ceremony day. And that would be (laughs) terrible. And you're going to need an alternative venue indoors if you end up wanting to do anything outdoors or maybe you should invest in some tents or something. So take uh, Uh, 1d6 psychic uh. damage as you grapple with that. And uh, you would have disadvantage too on an attack except that you already had that from the... Boys, do so
4: double
5: disadvantage
0: <laughs> <laughs> you remain disadvantaged
5: is that double then or is it no just it's, one it'll just one. be
0: single disadvantage next or time you try to make it do I do that. just okay just single disadvantage mm-hmm. and moving on who's next uh i got a
4: 17
0: aramara passes jack what'd you oh, get
4: listen, right? i was waiting
0: for all, all right. yeah huh. i got a six hmm you too are attacked by one of these uh, invitations inside an envelope, inside another envelope. And you are somehow overwhelmed by the sudden realization that your best friend from childhood picked out the exact same uh, wedding colors that you, that they always knew that you wanted for your wedding. And they're actually getting remarried because that best friend was killed by a purple worm recently but resuscitated so they're getting remarried too and they're taking your colors and like so derivative how could they oh god like they knew you can't do the same colors byron and danielle like a lot of the, a lot of your friends are going to be at the ceremony it's going to look like you're the one copying them
4: they've, they've, they've had it out for me for this whole
0: time so you roll your d6 damage you also have disadvantage on your next attack okay. and uh archie i rolled
7: an 11
0: uh, we'll say 11 passes, and Barty, what'd you get?
6: A three.
0: Oh, three does not pass, so you two will take d6 damage. You have a sudden feeling that the flower color uh, you are going to pick out doesn't coordinate properly with the ribbons that are going to be tied around the napkins. And that's just going to ruin the entire day. Like, everybody's going to notice that. It's going to be so embarrassing, and it freaks you out. So you also will take 2d6 damage, and you'll have disadvantage on attacks. I believe that's everybody, and that is the uh, the Wedding Industrial Complex's turn. We go back to Ramara. <laughs> uh,
2: how about Psychic Domination? Yes. So, I'm targeting you, Cake. Cake Industrial Complex. <laughs> You have to succeed on an intelligence saving throw, or you are paralyzed until my concentration ends. If you succeed, um, I still can force you to move at half speed, even though you're paralyzed.
0: All right, wedding industrial complex rolled a seventeen.
2: Oh shoot, you pass. So now you're at half speed, though.
0: Okay, you like cast this on it. You like brain attack this thing, and it like chunk. <laughs> a bunch of like gears in it like crunch some of that like exhaust smoke starts pouring out of like other places for a minute and you definitely like feel it like grind down and restrict its movement so it's half speed is that what it is as long as you have concentration on it yeah it's half speed Okay.
2: and then uh for bonus action okay just remind me i need to put six five points now i need two more assess foe is my bonus action so i can analyze the aura of this creature and I get to learn his current hit point total and all of his immunities, resistances, and vulnerabilities.
0: Wow. So much stuff. All right.
2: Psychic <laughs> Uh
0: This thing seems to have about 150 hit points, give or take. Oh, Lord. Out of a total of around 200 or so, like it's already taken a fair amount of yeah. damage. You don't sense any immunities. It is resistant to a slashing and piercing damage. Okay. Um, non-magical slashing and piercing damage. And that's it. Was there anything else? Vulnerability. S- sent some things about its, its uh, mom and its upbringing. Where does it hold its stress? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's, shoulders? Its,
5: where's its
2: little chink in its armor, right? Where's the little spot that we can get him?
0: Um, it's also resistant to poison damage or acid damage. Poison or acid damage. It is vulnerable to bludgeoning damage, and uh, because it's a, uh, it, it's machine-like, you're pretty sure it's going to be vulnerable to electricity.
6: Is okay.
2: So uh, can I just shout to everybody because, like, I'm the only one who knew that, right? Yeah. All right, hit it with.
0: <laughs> it's got <laughs> about 150 with, uh... HP and pretty uh, tons of things. <laughs> and <I don't laughs> think it's...
2: now I'll just shout, like, hit it with electric and uh, one force trauma
0: alright next in the order is um, Abracor the dragon who's up there fleeing still kind of visible but he continues to fly off into the evening as, as the sun is starting to drop Tom what's up? Tom-a-loo.
1: I'm going to go ahead and cast Scorching Ray on the industrial complex um, and I'm going to throw all three uh, I'm going to try so it's got legs right
0: Yes, six.
1: Six legs. I'm going to try and take out, like, three on one side so that it gets lopsided. So each ray is going (laughs) to go towards those legs. So that'll be a 24, a 15, and an 18 to hit.
0: Mm, So you're successful in hitting legs one and three. Cool. Two of the tool legs.
1: So one of them gets hit for four, the other gets hit for eight. And then my... Uh, Arcane turret is also going to attack at the legs, so that is going to be a ten to hit.
0: Okay, that will miss.
1: So you see this big cannon, and the cannonball Boom.
0: just goes Oh,
1: I shouldn't have had so much
3: wine.
0: The two scorching rays hit two of the legs, and the tool lights on fire and starts to like burn up the twirl of the tool that goes up the leg, and those legs definitely start like have a have a slight limp to them as it like is already fighting against the psychic blast to move forward. And as it's walking and those two legs get hit, it, like, starts to walk, like, slightly. It, like, causes it to pivot a little bit. And it starts to, like, walk slightly to its left as it, like, lurches forward.
4: Jack! All right. And he said, I only have disadvantage for this one round? Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so 16? Hit. All right. Cool. 17? That's damage? And uh, I'm going to attack him again. Nineteen. Hit. All right. Eleven.
0: All right. Gets hit by those two bolts. And we are at Massimo, who is on top of this thing, coughing with disadvantage.
3: I'm going to
5: channel my single level of bard, uh, which I got from the uh, previous (laughs) life of uh, Massimo. And I'm going to cast True Strike. I extend my hand and point a finger at a target, the thing that is right below me. And I'm going to get an insight on my next turn. I'll gain advantage on the first attack roll against the target. Then I'm going to use my Action Surge as mm-hmm. a fighter to take another action. And I'm going to attack with uh, no advantage or disadvantage. Right? No advantage. negated... Perfect. Sounds good. Oh. Automatic miss. miss. Wait, I get to re-roll those. I get to re-roll ones because of my thing. Mm-hmm. 16. Oh, hit. Yes. 7 damage. All right. And you have another attack. If I use action search, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, you get. 11. Yeah. Uh, 11 damage. Uh miss. Aw. Well, then I'll uh, say something witty. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just yell out. Something witty.
5: Something witty
4: and heroic. Catchphrase.
7: (laughs) Uh, Archibald.
5: See you in hell, Dark Harbor. (laughs)
7: As I look at this mechanical beast, do I see any levers or buttons or doors or entry points or buttons or levers?
0: (laughs) um the uh, the envelopes came out of little hatches you saw where those like were little like windows that like opened up and the envelope shot out a reverse mailbox and then closed again you kind of see where those are um and the spots that Massimo just the one spot where mossimo just hit it cut into a little bit of like exposed cut through its armor and kind of like left a gash there's no like buttons or levers that you see
7: well, that's what I was looking for—buttons or levers. <laughs> then
0: I will. Do you have a spell called control button or lever? Yeah. Why this is very yeah, specific? It does, Yeah. It's got legs. then uh, I? It's all touchscreen now. It, there's no buttons or levers. It's all touchscreen. <laughs> I will catch It's got that smokestack too back there, so there's very various places where it's kind of like opened or grabbing points or whatever. Ooh. Ooh.
7: Uh. No, That won't do it for me Uh I will cast Hideous Laughter Upon this thing If the spell affects it The target must succeed on a wisdom Saving throw or fall prone Become incapacitated And unable to stand up for the duration A creature with an Intelligence score of Four or less isn't
0: affected It has more intelligence than four Okay it How rolled.
2: much more, though? <laughs> Maybe just
0: let us know that. No, well, enough that it rolled a 20 on its set. Dang it. That beats my 14. That was
2: such a good movie.
0: Thank you. Thank you, Barchie. All right, that brings us back to Wedding Industrial Complex.
2: But he's at half speed,
3: remember?
0: He is at half speed. So it, like, tries to charge your group and, like, <laughs> he can't. And it's also, like, veers off to the left a little bit because it's got two broken tool legs, doesn't quite make it, just narrowly misses stepping on the artillery tower. But it's close enough that it will take two swipes with its big legs. One leg goes up to try to like knock Massimo off of it. So uh, it's gonna roll an attack. And that's gonna be a 14. Misses so that like leg like reverse like reverses its joint and reaches up on top of it and like tries to stab into Massimo and he steps aside easily, and another leg will go out and try to swipe um, Tamalu. and that will be 12. Uh,
1: that's not a hit.
0: That one misses as well. Everyone, uh, roll another wisdom save and let me know if you get below a 10.
4: 10 on the money. 6.
0: Oh, alright. Tomaloo okay. had 6. Oh Archwald had 3. Maso, <laughs> A lot of wisdom damage. So all of you take d6 damage. Oh, no. You are all overwhelmed with the notion that that creepy, weird ceremony or your equivalent. This isn't a good one for all of you to have. But like, there's this weird ceremony that like your culture does where like all of the older people share the moment that they first realized that you had become... Uh, an adult and we're no longer a child and it's like some people handle it okay but usually it's gross and awkward and like you don't want to do that weird ceremony but people are like oh it's tradition we like to do that and you just like you feel like obligated to do it but like no part of you actually wants to do it and you're just like distracted by that you take your d6 damage, pondering that suddenly. And just the people who failed, and uh, also disadvantage again on your next attack roll. Varcha
6: Oh boy! And I have disadvantage, you say? <laughs> Only on attack
0: rolls, so if you do other stuff that doesn't involve an attack roll, you're okay.
6: Okay. So if
0: you do things that make somebody else roll, it wouldn't affect that. It affects things that you have to roll a d20. Okay,
6: so I'm going to uh, cast Skyrite <laughs> into the sky okay and uh i can cause up to 10 words to form in part of the sky you can see so just like in the dragon's general direction i'm gonna have it right thank you i think we'll keep looking <laughs> <laughs>
0: up above so that so that abracore can see that right yes yeah Abercore is like Flying off yeah, into the okay. sunset essentially, so you like you shape this like up right where he is flying and he like sees it right before like crashing into it kinda.
1: Uh, okay. So
0: You'll regret this <laughs> That's it. That's that's
6: what I'm doing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you have an inspiration point for that move. That means you can give yourself advantage on a future role. Um and that brings us back to Romara.
2: I'm gonna do a psychic blast massimo's pretty he's the closest one to the cake
0: yes and that he's standing on it, right, yes
2: he's standing on the cake
0: well he's right next to the cake he's standing on the creature
5: i would like to stand on the cake yeah okay <laughs> i'll use my movement to stand on the cake
2: <laughs> all right so <laughs> i'm gonna need to do this with some like you know surgical precision okay because what I do is unleash a devastating psychic energy in a sixty-foot cone, hey. <laughs> but it's gonna need to be like, like yeah, eating, you can angle
0: it. It's pretty. It's the a
2: cake, but not. It's not a big animal. creature.
0: You can hit side of it. You can attack. You know, get two legs in a big thing. Okay. It.
2: Yeah, but it's although he is gonna... standing
0: the thing on the thing you're hitting with the psychic right. cone. Yeah, but we'll I,
2: need to, I need to hit the bulk of him, his mm-hmm. brain. You know. Okay. So so he has to take an intelligence saving throw on a failed save. Uh, he has to take 8d8 psychic damage. Okay. But I might add to that.
0: All right. He failed. It oh. fails an intelligence saving throw, which kind okay, of cool. answers answers a question of, like, does this thing have a brain? Like, what are uh-huh. we working with here? Like, whatever is in there isn't quite a brain, but it's got, like, a central central um, control system that you're right. taxing work on.
2: Okay. He is taking 8d8 psychic damage, but then it says I can increase that by 2d8 if I spend one more side point, which I will. So I'm going to take 7 away, and so it's going to be 10d8, 10 Ten D8. and then what was it that Dorian gave me?
7: I gave you the uh, Bardic
0: Inspiration.
2: So can I use that to add to the damage?
7: Okay.
0: I'm, I'm looking. Let's say yes. Sweet. You can't really, unless it's a specific kind of, like, different kinds of bards have different extra features to it, but I'll give it to you, because otherwise it's not that useful.
2: All right, cool. And how much was it? 1d8. Okay, so 11d8. Yeah. Is 46 damage. Mm.
0: Wow. It shudders. Uh, Massimo, make a dexterity save to try to stay, not be thrown. <laughs> no problem, no problem, no problem, no problem. Six. Uh, you are thrown. <laughs> you fall out of the cake. You would have been fine if you just stood on the thing with your axe buried in it, but you had to get up there at the high point with your feet in a cake, and you go flying and, like, lurch to the side and fall down on the ground. (laughs) 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 All right, this thing is smoking all over the place, looking very damaged by that. Dragon continues to fly. Tomaloo's turn.
1: Uh, Okay, I'm gonna gonna hit it with my cannon again, so that's gonna be... Uh, 9 to hit. Miss! Um, Stupid cannon. And then I'm gonna attempt uh, with my cross, my heavy crossbow, um, which I have a plus 1 to hit because of my arcane artillery, whatever, there's a thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's gonna be, so I get disadvantage. Yes. So it's gonna be an 11 to hit.
0: Ooh, also a miss.
1: But I also I get to make a second attack. Go for it. That's gonna be a seventeen to hit. Hit. And that's gonna be eight damage.
0: Boom! It hits that thing, and there's an, and there's like it goes into the, one of the little like pockets that are like forced open, and uh, you hear a little like explosion in there, and more smoke pours out. Jack.
4: Uh, I'm just going to keep on keeping on with uh, shooting it with my crossbow.
0: Jack, you are so... You just watched Tomaloo, like, lay into this thing, and you're just so impressed and just, like, overwhelmed with your sudden, like, the connection that you two have shared for, like, decades and decades together. And it's just, like, going fighting with her literally back to back in this battle and watching her land that crossbow bolt, you have advantage.
4: Alright, well I was going to shoot the crossbow bolt at it again, and I'm glad you said that because uh, my first roll wasn't that great. 27. <laughs> <laughs> Hit. So that's 12, and I'm going to, my double sh- my double attack thing, so 15. Hit. So that's 8 for my second bolt. Alright, you land those. Uh, I love you, bubby.
1: Too,
0: bummy. And it's Massimo's turn. Massimo's lying in the dirt and the noxious fog around this lair. Shoes covered Ugh. in frosting. She's also covered in frosting.
3: <laughs> 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 takes a. takes
5: a. <laughs> swipes it off and takes a taste. Mmm, I love the blood of my enemies. <laughs> and he's going to uh, uh, swing with his long sword. How long does the uh, effect of the disadvantage last?
0: Um, you, from the paper cut or from the poisoning? You should roll a Constituent save to try to overcome the poisoning from earlier. Okay. 25. Oh, it's done. You slough it off. Mm-hmm. No more poison. You just will that poison out of your pores.
5: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so just a regular attack. All right. Oh, 11. Mm. Oh, 16 for the second attack. It.
0: Yes, 14 damage. Ooh. For love <laughs> It plunges his sword into this thing, goes all the way in and it sparks and sizzles and lurches and it like tries to hit at him and it can't. But the cake on top will take a move and it like kinda turns towards you and it like barfs out a bunch of chocolate sprinkles in pudding. Oh. Make a <laughs>
5: <It> barfs out.
0: <laughs> Make a constitution save for that.
5: But it's just delicious sprinkles. Is it? Uh- Okay, 17
0: Oh, it is delicious sprinkles You eat that
5: too (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, cake
0: Cake looks sad, Archibald Your turn
7: Um, alright have I noticed any buttons or <laughs>
0: levers? You know what? Massimo stabbed it and pulled his sword out and, like, peeled back a, session, uh, a section. And, like, now that that lever is pulled back, that, like, metal plating is pulled back, you see some levers. Oh, in, my God. And a, I say, and a big red button. I
7: say, Barchi, there's levers and buttons. <laughs> I'm going to use my mage hand to touch that red button. <laughs> Okay.
6: Go for it, babe. I
0: love you, Archibald. I love
6: me, you love me, Archibald.
3: Mage hand. Oh. <laughs>
0: so the mage hand goes in there, and like, kind of like, feels around, looks at the lever. No, not this one. Mm-mm. Other lever. No, Mm-mm. not this one. Ooh, a red button. <laughs> and then it pushes that, and you hear beep, beep, Uh-oh. beep. And then it like doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo-doo- the whole thing starts to shake, quiver, and, and the the green garland and stuff starts to fall off of it and peel away, and it smokes even more, and uh, the whole thing explodes. Massimo, make a dexterity save Oh no! Worth it.
3: Twenty-three
0: saved. You in heroic fashion, roll up, barrel roll up onto your feet, and then just have enough time to do the walking away from the explosion hero move as it bursts into flame. Shrapnel goes on either side of you, but you don't even flinch. The wedding industrial complex is no longer a threat to the people Careful. realms. That was, uh, that was pretty...
4: You've been victorious!
0: That was Yay!
3: pretty cool, awesome, yes. Woohoo!
0: Thank you,
5: thank you. Uh, My hero, I appreciate you.
6: Archibald, you did it! You pushed the button! I've been
7: waiting to push a button. It's our
6: first fight together. Oh, I love that you pushed the button.
7: I love that you cheered me on as I pushed the button. And you know what? I love all these people.
1: Oh, you're so
6: smart, baby. I know.
1: Hey, you, you, you guys had our backs in there. Well, I know Bubby appreciates that and I do too.
7: I really liked your weird cannon. It was beautiful.
6: Oh, and you guys are like so good at crossbow. Yeah. So good.
4: It's It's been a while since I've seen you use that crossbow. I uh, I miss watching you shoot things.
6: Oh my God, that is so sweet.
4: You guys must do crossfit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Ramara, I've been thinking about it and you're right. We should have a small ceremony. We shouldn't. It doesn't need to be big. It doesn't matter as long as we're together with friends and people that we love.
2: Great, I'm glad you come around. Let's go <laughs> let's go off into the middle of the forest and uh, and just have a ceremony. Just you and me. I don't care about anything else.
5: Wait, uh what if we all just got married here, right now? To Ooh, each home? other? No, no. It's a Shakespeare ending. <laughs> it's a Shakespeare
4: ending. <laughs> There's probably also a bunch of treasure if the dragon left in such a hurry he's probably we can split the money. Oh,
2: you've been promising oh, yeah, right. a rock for years.
0: You kind of turn to where Archbishop Deacon had had gone out, and like he's standing over there, and but dressed in the same way. It's no longer a gnome. It's a it's a like it's a closet, which is like a spiky demon kind of thing. It's like, uh, I uh, I, I I can I can perform ceremonies, but like uh, I'm not I'm not an actual bishop or <laughs> deacon or pastor.
5: What about Fernando, the lake tenderer? Did he (laughs) turn into something too?
0: You mean Federico? Yeah,
5: Federico. Yeah.
0: (laughs) No, that's actually him. He's a lake tender. He's very good. Uh, I feel like I should leave, though.
5: Federico, we. I don't think he has
0: the power to like marry people. He's a Uh, lake tender.
2: Look, I. I only adhere to the laws of nature, and if he cares about the lake, then he can can preside over our (laughs) union.
0: It's like sunset now and it's all like very beautiful and it's like catching the fog and the sky riding clouds and things like very beautiful sunset going on. You look out on the lake, which is like reflecting the sunset and there's Federico with like a net, uh, <laughs> trying to like, trying to like get rid Freddy! of the like, the, huh?
5: Freddy. Uh,
0: yeah. I'm working on it. I'm really no, sorry about the quality no. of the lake that is. Don't not... worry about what? the
2: lake. I'm gonna I'm gonna shape water. Straight. I'm gonna grab the water that he's uh that he's in and I'm just gonna pull it up and move it over to <laughs> <us>. <laughs> whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Oh, 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 okay, I'm sorry. I could I could clean all the moss off for your ceremony. No, Frederico,
5: it's fine. Just marry all of us right now.
0: Um Alright, uh do you Yes uh and oh, I I went too quick, I'm sorry. Uh do you want like three different ones or just like all just one one collective thing? Do you
4: want one big one so it's all cuz we're all equal because we're all friends. That's
0: right. All right. Do each of you uh agree to take your partner and uh be married in on whatever terms and in, in whatever way you define that, I guess. Uh and 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 uh do you? Yes. yes.
5: Okay. Massimo Leinhart
0: does. All right, well but 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 by the power invested in me by the 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 Lake Tending Association, uh union number 563, Lake Tenders, and uh uh you guys, I guess I guess you're married?
3: Yay! Yay! Mommy.
0: I just wish my best
5: man could have been here. Jarek Dark Harbor. It's just—it's a shame he couldn't make it today.
0: Well, and as the sun sets and the toxic fog lays away, uh, you notice that the like now that the illusion has dropped away, the structural stability of the barn is not very secure. Those horses are definitely out, and so are the griffins and uh, the bla- the chimera. Poof, the doors of the chimera's cage blast off and uh you realize that there may be some cleaning up to do tonight but uh but as long as you have each other you'll be okay (laughs) good night everybody happy valentine's day